Oh my! What readings do I find in this book of leather-bound goodies? Well, we'll find out very, very soon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's another Thursday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another Quiz Arena Live. That's right, we're going to have three rounds of fun, and then one other round where you get to participate in ten random movie trivia questions. But I can't do this alone, ladies and gentlemen. I need someone to help me out through all of this murky stuff. So please, join me in welcoming our special guest tonight, Wazalowski. Hello, how are you going, mate? Hello. Hello. How you doing, everybody? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. In the flesh Happy... it is on another Thursday night. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Bring yes. it on. Good to have you there. Uh, and yeah, it's so good to hear as well that uh, you've been working around on some fantastic films that are going to be released very, very soon. Yeah, I've been very lucky. Um, I've boom operated on Love You Like That, which got released today, I think. Yes. Um, recently, I worked on a show called uh, Wolf Like Me, which was, uh, you know, it's not out yet, but it will be probably next year. And it's, you know, Isla Fisher and Josh Gad, which is kind of pretty nice. high profile people that I got to work with. And yeah. before that, it was The Moth Effect I recorded on. And then before that, there was the Mr. In Between, which obviously has been released and it's and it's been doing really well and it's just been nuts wow yeah <laughs> that's great because yeah um, especially uh, us studying uh, all of this uh, quiz arena fantasticness in the uh, lockdowns um uh, a lot of our work was coming in internationally but it's good to know that the industry was still running because i guess everyone still needs things to keep us entertained that aren't the squid game yeah, I've, and I think that when lockdown, the first lockdown happened, it kind of compressed a lot. Like everyone just shut down, and then suddenly, once that exploded outwards, uh, it just you know everything got kind of double booked, and mm. so we just went through a crazy time. And because of the American industry and how much they loved Australia or New South Wales for that period of time, there was this like uh, certain players in the game that would be feeding off the the drama work just stuck with all the, the American work. Mm. And so all of us people that were kind of like dancing between jobs are now like fully booked. Yeah. And I was part of that wave, which is, you know, very fortunate for me. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Um, fantastic too. And hopefully um, we uh, will have some of the viewers out there who can check out the trailer in the uh, description below for the film that's just being released today. So uh, yeah, that's very cool. And yeah, as I say, high profile um, people, because even uh, John Jarrett, who we've mentioned before, mm. in uh, who was in Wolf Creek, obviously playing Mick Taylor um, in, in those, is in that film as well, as you say. Yeah, yeah, he was on there. Very lovely dude, you know, yeah. kind of yeah, not living I, up to a serial killer persona. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, he did stab me a few times. But just no. a few, that's it. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, nice about fine. it. Yeah. Just actors. Uh, no, very, <laughs> very lovely. You were, you were in between them and the catering. That's the problem. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's all they were paying them with is catering. So, you know. <laughs> no, they weren't, by the way. That was, uh, he was very lovely to work with and, you know, always always easy and, and kind of funny on set. So that was nice. Yeah, yeah. And tall. We had um, one of our games was high anxiety. And so I think he was uh, the tallest people, uh, one of the tallest characters that we had up there at six foot. Um, oh. Yeah. Which I didn't even re realize that. I mean, it probably made it easier to mic them up because the taller they are, the easier for me to put a mic on their chest. So yeah. maybe I didn't even realize and I just enjoyed the fact that he was tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I, I was always thinking you'd need like a ladder or something like that, and it'd be um, 
No, we just punch them in the knees. Oh, yes. Bring them down. That's yeah, it. Take yeah, them down. It's, it's dominance thing you got to do in the industry. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially yeah. from the sound department. That's it. That's why you <laughs> yeah. have those long poles. <laughs> yeah, they're like you know what are they called? Those those, those sticks that you fly around and you hit people with. Or yeah, like javelin. Those... Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Suicide Squad guy. Yeah, yeah. Which had I've a beautiful sort of like um, character arc as well in that film. I, I liked how it was like you know what they did with the characters in the, in the beginning of it really lived up to the, the film's name. Um, but then to carry elements of those characters over, just chef's kiss. Well, this this kind of like uh, will bring on to the the, the the running theme with me and this is that I also haven't seen Suicide Squad. So ah, there's as, just as the so much. Uh, either. Oh, okay, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you're going to have to slowly regale me on the entire story of everything that you uh, quote. Oh, no, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, except that um, a, a lot of people say that the the makes a lot of difference, and I got to agree. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. is, and the the is the new one, right? Yes. Ah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like that first one got a pretty bad rap, regardless of whether it was deserved or not. I feel like people were really unhappy with it. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I just, I get weird about that though myself because it's like mm. working on set you know like no matter how bad the film i've ever worked on is or whatever it's it's always like people work really hard on sets and so you can't That's help it. but feel like oh man don't don't shit on them too much they're all just trying to do their jobs and yeah. no actor no director in there are very rarely like trying to fuck the industry or destroy it or whatever it's more just you know like it doesn't it's not popular or, or it doesn't edit well there's just you know things that just don't work out but absolutely but ev yeah. everyone works so hard on these films even no matter at what scale that's it, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember the old adage where it's just like, you know, um, there's so many people, like, you know, uh, involved in this sort of thing. Many hands make light work is the one that's coming to mind, but it's not the right one. I want to make a shipbuilding analogy. But um... No, no, it, it's... But you are right in the sense that it's like, you can watch a film and you can look at it really closely and realise, like, the set design behind is just incredible mm. um, in a way that you couldn't even imagine, but you'd never realise. Or the audio, for example... You know, considering it's my department, uh, you know, you can listen to it and be like, wow, that's just like, that sounds great. Oh boy, the dialogue's terrible. But man, it's just the, the soundscape, the that's way it. that tell the story with sound is just, it's not like a painting in that, like a painting is just one medium. Mm. Um, but there's so many little types of working mediums that involve in the film industry that makes it so fascinating to watch. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's exactly the involvement of all those parts into it, as as you say as well, that aren't seen. It's like the best, like you know, compliment an editor can get is when their cut isn't seen or revealed. Oh, yeah, when it's seamless. That's it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And and I think people brush that over a lot with sound because it is it's an instinctual sense that that. I don't know. We're paying for the visuals. I think is part of the mentality of a of a film, cinema. Mm. Like you know, is well. It's funny because the word cinema comes from a kinetic, like you know, um, movement. So it's like oh. you know about moving images, um, which is it, it's just an a funny thing that it's like you know so concentrated on the visual. Because I love um, even the I don't know if they've called 4D experiences where you sit in there and there's the the mist that sprays on you and <laughs> you know the yeah, chair yeah. vibrates and. Um, yeah, yeah, which is, I mean, as a science nerd, it's definitely not 4D. No. Fourth dimension, so that's like, where did you get that from? What but would I that do, be I if totally you experienced the entire film in one, like, infinite second? 
Yeah, yeah, that's oh. right. But yet that was yeah, infinite time, infinite second. Like it only happened for a moment, but everything happened. Yeah, you know, and you can go backwards and forwards between it. It was incredible. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. The, the sort of things I think that would only be akin to peyote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. it. Uh, well, we've got some people out there as well. We've got Rihanna and Elizabeth Irons saying good evening, darlings. Hope you're all well. We Hello. are. We hope you're well as well out there. Please do send us uh, any messages. What are the sort of films and entertainment news that you have found this week? Any sort of true or some quotes or anything like that that you might have some fun facts send us a little bit of love down there and we would love to see it uh, so yeah has there been anything particular that you've been uh, focusing on this week or, or been wanting to see you're talking about me oh yeah. god uh, you know what the James Bond movie oh, uh, the new one. I'm, a, I'm yeah I'm all down for Daniel Craig yeah the bond of daniel craig and on so many levels so uh, this the excitement for his one and also there's a, a sound recordist oh man i hate that it's escaping me oh simon hayes he's uh he, he did like he's kind of claimed to fame was like Lockstock, mm. uh where he kind of where it kind of became big but he also did like so many movies but he did that movie as well and and he's also been documenting like doing posts and writing about his work and the way he he works and his team and so I've just been nerding out sound wise uh, and so I'm excited to see like uh, see it in action see like put, put a critical ear to his work and and see what I um, get out of because even in um what was it Skyfall there was just a couple moments in that movie where I was like oh man I don't know if the recordist made the right choice there yeah or the post person and it and it I want to see what how this next movie tees up to it so yeah it's exciting no totally totally absolutely I, and I also too I'm a huge fan of um the Daniel Craig um take on the Bond character I sort of grew up around the time of the Roger Moore sort of bond mm, so yep. that was the sort of quintessential bond um i used to blasphemously say around people who were always like it's connery he's the original um yeah. but uh, I, I love what was it Pierce Brosnan's take on it too but the yeah. reason that I, I particularly like the style of, of Daniel Craig's is because it almost has that air of the the Doctor Who who was that sort of um, rough sort of uh, doctor I guess you'd say uh, the one before David Tennant I'm, whose name escapes me at the moment but he was my introduction to the Doctor Who franchise and I right. still I, I love that it just feels like a very honest portrayal of of what I could imagine a Time Lord would, would be like. <laughs> well, I, that's kind of why I like Daniel Craig, because there's something like you really see a traumatized orphan kid in his character. Uh, and it's it's not like the Roger Moore and the and I love all of the James Bonds in that kind of sense, but they're so the caricatures of what the experience is being a spy. And obviously, yeah. Daniel Craig isn't realistic, but you can see that he's uh, he's he's a problem human. He's not just a rebel. He's also actually like you know he's got an issue with authority. He has an issue with trauma. He has like and he and he expresses that in the way he makes decisions in in the film. And it's and I, I get really I, I'm very allured by that kind of concept. Yeah, um, it reminds me of a video game I played recently, uh, which um, is in civil. It's all about. Uh, you know anxiety and schizophrenia and it's just like and it, I just love it so much because it's such a it's such a fascinating um, I think I spent a lot of my life trying to think that like I could just just be like I could just make my universe whatever I want it to be and then I learned oh no I'm governed by my life experience and so <laughs> suddenly it's like oh I understand those movies that are trying to talk about uh, yeah. mental health and then because it's, it's like they don't necessarily have control of those sensations but mm. 
you know, it's anyway, it, all that stuff really fascinates me. And so that no, I like absolutely. that portrayal of Bond. Well, that's exactly like, you know, that's part of the reason I, I found much more of that sort of closer fascination with horror and, and the themes within that, because they're allowed to explore a lot of things that, you know, a lot of conventional films have to steer away in, in the same sort of vein of like, you know, steer towards the PG in a lot of action films. Um, we've got people out there saying what they've spent the week watching. Uh, Rhiannon Elizabeth Iron says she's been watching uh, Halloween Kills. Same as Phil Robinson. Uh, yeah, he's seen all Halloween Kills. He had a brain freeze while we sleep. And um, I know what you did last summer, the whole series. Wow. Uh, and Rihanna Elizabeth Lyons as well. She's looking forward to um, Halloween Kills hitting the cinemas on the 28th, which is going to be a big cinema experience that now that a lot of us can get out there. And uh, Melbourne's opening up very soon. So hopefully, Ooh. yeah, everyone's going to be able to get out there and enjoy a lot of these new films that are out there. Yeah, absolutely. I missed the cinema so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. That's what I mean. We got to the point where people were trying to push the gimmicks and everyone goes to the 3D realms. Something sort of major happens and everyone goes, no, we're, we're happy with just the cinema. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Just give us anything normal. Just, I, don't, I don't even need that many speakers. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Just, just give me a big screen and, and people eating popcorn loudly. That's it. Well, I know a lot of places were trying to do the um, outdoor cinemas in a lot of parks and stuff. And that seemed really cool because now we have the technology that we can get the bright screens to be, you know, um, not, not a problem even with low light. So the, the sun can be setting and the film can be starting, but you can still see it clear as day. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't venture very much out of this this space that you guys can see right about here that's that's, that's, that's my life I, COVID in your been... vogue in your vogue yeah, yeah, yeah. in your drag I mean, your drag race life absolutely no it's it's one of those like i mean covid has been like i've certainly missed the world outside but i i definitely also uh, i'm a homebody by nature so i like i've also liked being at home and 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 it's not been as traumatic for me as it has been for the socialites out there yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, I, I too have a um, that editing thing. So it's I'm I'm only now starting to feel the itch, which is lucky lucky because everything's sort of opening up again. But everything all at once, you know, when it doesn't rain, yeah. it pours. Oh um, yeah. So yes, yeah, we've also said uh, we've got uh, Rana Elizabeth Iron says she also scored a copy of the beta test with Jim Cummings. She was highly surprised by it, and it definitely makes upon uh, makes waves upon release. Ooh, Jim Cummings. Now, um. I'm trying to rack my brain. Uh, it's not Alan Cummings. I know that one because he was Reefer Madness uh, and, and obviously uh, other amazing things besides that, but my brain escapes me. But I'm thinking, was he the voice of, um, was it Winnie the Pooh? Or, or is he like the, the, maybe not Winnie the Pooh, but like a, a, a voice artist? I don't know. I'm actually like an interested in all this and I'm actually kind of looking it up at the same time. I don't know if that's cheating. Oh, cool. Thank you very much, Travis Cav uh, Cadaver. Oh. Travis Cadaver. Oh, that's an awesome name. So good. Travis Welcome. Cabin. Thank you for this oh. subscription. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, just not got the a voice actor. Oh, the one right. in Halloween Kiss. Of course. Of course. Sorry. Oh, you've got it all written down? <laughs> Someone's talking to you that I don't know? Oh, I see. Not the voice actor. Here we go. Yes. I'm seeing the page as well. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. I also don't know people's names. Like a lot of people that I work with on sets and shoots and stuff like that. It's like, I know them by their first name. Yeah. So someone's like, oh, did you work with, let's just say Jim Cummings? I'm like, yeah. I know a Jim. Or you'll refer to them always as the gym, and there's always a Jim, a John, a James, a yeah. And, oh yeah, absolutely. And you you never then, want to be that impolite person of going, I'm sorry, is this this? It's just like yeah. I um, do it all the time yes. because my name is so weird. I got really used to like 
um, uh, people messing up my name. And so I never felt obliged to get their name right. Now I feel extra awkward because they try really hard. They're like, oh my God, I'm really sorry about getting your name wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, Jane, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, cool. She's uh, clarifying. She says uh, he's a writer, director, and actor. The beta test has uh, catapulted into her top three films of 2021 so oh, far. Wow. Nice. That's a big deal. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, if that's any help. Really? 100%? I mean, at, uh, 23 reviews, but still, that's a, that, wow. that is a massive deal. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, jeez. Um, that's awesome. Oh, what was it? I, I only just recently saw what was it? Into the Spider Verse. I know. I'm always really late. Oh my god! I, I know. Watch that. I know. So and good. it's everything everyone was talking about. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you can't hype that movie enough, with, and then watch it and not be amazed by it. It was just such a roller coaster ride of like. I just loved that movie. I watched it like four or five times. Yeah, yeah. I was worried that the frame rate was going to sort of make me annoyed because sometimes, like you know. Like, you know, I was worried it was going to come off like a, a dodgy, like, um, filming a, a movie screen, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, then... did you know that they went from, they didn't stick to the frame rate? Exactly, yeah, what, that's yeah. it. Because I, there was moments later on, I think, in the film where it was in the climax, where I was thinking that thing, I was going, I wonder if now is what frame rate it's at, because it feels smooth, but I don't know if that's just my psychology, like, revved with the character at the moment. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a great portrayal. Like, just like, uh, well, first of all, the, the artistic style is just brilliant. I yes. do a bit of drawing and stuff and just watching what they did. And I'm pretty sure that was all drawn frame by frame, which is what made it take so long. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so just the, 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 the incredible art style, the blend of the comic and the thing, I just, I got blown away by so, so much. And the, 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 the sound, the, the comedic jokes, it was just such yeah. a, great roller coaster ride yeah i um i remember getting a big grin on my face when i think there was someone gets hit by something and there's a pow or they get some, <laughs> yeah. hit by something like a pickle and it just says pickle <laughs> and i was just like yeah i think i, I really am into yeah. this movie so yeah, yeah the old um 1960s sort of like panels of that sort of stuff and bringing the comic style into a justification too that worked so well in the visual style with the animation style but also the character of spider-man uh and its universe in total it being part of a multiverse as well in, in the, the story because i've never necessarily been an exclusive spider-man fan like i've always been a superhero sort of fan and stuff like that but i know that a lot of people were very diehard one character and i always loved Superman but admired Batman and like you know the Flash and everyone had aspects that I liked and so then Justice League was just like awesome so um but but it was good that I really felt completely invested in this and there was that bit when they all a, a lot of them take off like the spiders and they just like this and I was just like that's funny but awesome I loved it I had this sort of like little um serotonin rush up the back of my spine of just like yay so, yeah. yeah, it's it's a, it's it really Spider-Man as a character really appealed to me because it was just like I don't know I think it's the 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 kid and the idea of that like that you're always trying you, you don't have the world is against you and it's not that like he's got enough money to sustain his life he's still trying to deal with his life while simultaneously trying to deal with the morality of being Spider-Man and so I think from That's a it. very young age I've always really loved Spider-Man but by no means am I a fanboy in that like i don't oh, read no, the no. comics yeah. or anything like that um i just love the the concept of the character mm. oh yeah totally 
uh, and not putting down those people at, at, at all. Like, you know, as in one of the things I do love about the Comic-Cons and stuff like that is seeing the people in the suits who are wearing the same costumes and just like sort of, what was it recently? It was the two um, Halloweens, the, the guys in the Mike, My, uh, Michael Myers, not Mike Myers, masks. And they just sort of like walked up to each other, looked at each other like that and then just hugged. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's sort of like, yeah, beautiful moment. Oh, I love all that stuff. I mean, I could never put that much effort into an outfit, but oh my God, the Comic-Con stuff, people are just, yeah. I'm so impressed by it. And so much of that is done just because of out of passion, not out of like, yeah. that's their job. No. So they, it's just incredible to see what they pull off. Yeah, it really is. And and the innovations as well of, of um, uh, styles um, and practical uses of, of uh, was it foam? Those layering foams and stuff like that that have yeah. been like utilized by professional costume makers for years, but had now been just like utilized in a very cheap and quick and easy way. Um, yeah, you don't it's have become to a lot more on mass anymore. No. Yeah, it's become a lot more accessible to the average person to do. Yeah, it's like when when I first rocked up on set and there's like. Uh, what's it when you you get these like fake glass and it's what it is is rubber but it looks exactly like glass and it's so weird and it, and it's such an experience picking that up for the first time and be like oh my god I could like you could literally lie on it and jump on it, it doesn't wow. matter it won't <laughs> hurt you and it's but it doesn't feel right to do so and then you see people having access to that same material building costumes or whatever out of it and it's just like or even ice that's the one that always surprised me wow. that uh, a lot of people don't use real ice cubes because they melt. So oh, you have continuity issues. So it's these plastic ice cubes that they that they have molded, and that's how that works. You know, it's just like, oh, that's that's that, awesome. Of course, that's how they do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. It's all these secrets of the trade that, like, you know, that's mm. it. Um, but oh. even even in the, the magic effects and stuff like that, um, like you know, utilizing um uh, aspects of uh, what is it um even. Uh, special effects to cover certain areas where you can have green and, and, and stuff like that to blend in other areas um, has been something that I think that a lot of filmmakers who are like with the birth of YouTube have now had that ability as well to to utilize both the uh, cosplay performance style of, of making a quick costume or not, not, not a quick costume sorry an effective good costume in cheap um, mm. and relatively quick methods um if it's not your everyday thing but then be able to transport that easily over into making a good um uh, product in whatever you're trying to convey whether it be documentaries I, I recently saw a documentary on like suits and stuff like this and they do a little intro video before and he was like i'm sorry i hope this isn't silly and it was just like i thought it was good like you know as in you look at some of these horror films from the 70s and they're they're like you know cheesy but i still find them fun i mean that's why i'm kind of watching them yeah right i mean yeah. that's the best thing about those movies is it's for me it's less the scare factor and more the like i don't know uh it's it's just hilarious sometimes to watch like it's yeah. just like there is some shock value and there's some gore but you know it's all fake like it really doesn't present itself as realistic yeah um, but it's still exciting i mean i will uh, obviously admitting to you before that like i don't i don't really watch horror films that make just brings me anxiety and that's that's something i try to avoid yeah but, yeah um, but i do appreciate it I, i'm trying to think of like well, that's it we, we're like yeah. that sort of like compartmentalization and i'm very much one of those sort of people that will find horror in the lightest of times and the 
lightest of times in the horrific of times. So <laughs> I do like saying, like, there's a lot of references. I've referenced Titanic and stuff like that in here. So trust me, there's a lot of questions. And our last round is uh, open to all movie questions. But, like, you know, Fantastic. Gremlins is a horror film, but it's also a fun film you can show your kids too. Um, speaking um, of... No, that's a terrible segue. Let's talk about segues and the fantastic technology about that. The and how segue this guy that you should died be writing. Yes, on might a segue. Exactly, yes. Um, well... Uh, like just like magic as well, we have another person who's joining us, um, uh, the star of Magic, which is going to be released very soon, if not relatively nowish. I'm not too sure, but we'll find out very soon as we welcome Vincent Parfit. Hello, buddy. How you going? I'm doing well. I've heard some. I've heard about some uh, '70s spookiness going on now, and almost. I've got to say, some of the music back then. You don't need even to look at the uh, graphics. There's no need for vision for those 70 movies, those 70s movies. Mm. just absolutely scares the shit out of you if you need to go to sleep with a soundtrack. It's absolutely... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's film. it. Or even just, like, you know, getting the, the audio from a film, like, you know, stripping all of the audio from Never Ending Story and going to sleep to that, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember for quite some time I decided to listen to... Um, it, it was... Um, it was the main uh, composer of all of the Hitchcock movies, and and I think the last thing he did was uh, Taxi Driver. So it was, um, it I've forgotten his bloody name. He's a fantastic composer. His name is. Um, I'll get back to you. I'll see you next week. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Vincent Parford, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Bernard, um, Herman. Bernard Herman. Bernard Herman. Uh, you know, oh, of course. Oh, the person who used to do, uh, well, he used to do it once because he only had to do it once. It was uh, Psycho. Oh, you know, yes. Uh, of course. Yes. Brilliant. But, but the music itself, if you listen to, say, um, um, Vertigo, it's quite relaxing to just go to sleep to, which is quite bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, you just don't do that unless, of course, uh, you've lost all of your albums. But it was absolutely fantastic to go for. It was, and he's, he's, uh, he was a very, very incredible composer because he changed the way that certain positions in uh, the orchestra were placed so you could hear tiny little sounds all up front with great big trumpets and horns in the background. And, and there was this beautiful, delicate, you could even have a harp the way that he, uh, yeah. he uh, well, arranged. He's even the psycho theme, like, you know, that they played was, um, plagiarized or at least lovingly copied when they did Reanimator, which is um, one of my personal favorite films. But if you listen to the music from that, it is pretty much the exact same thing as the Psycho theme, just with yeah. some synth drums underneath. It's like, yeah. So like what they did with, oh, what was it, that song? Um, uh, it was uh, in Australia, Our, Our Father, the, the, it was, it was a, the religious, um, the Catholic sisters released it. And it was this up tempo. Like Ave Maria gone wrong. Was it? <laughs> I think it was just the Lord's Ave Prayer. Maria. I think it was the Lord's Prayer. Um, and it was in this like sort of like a syndicated thing. But uh, yeah, it hit the charts. So like you know, yeah. If you ever get a chance, any of the people watching this, uh, there's a fantastic version of uh, the Lord's Prayer, and it's done by um, the blind Italian singer, um, <laughs> who was found by Pavarotti. Oh yes, of course. Um, yes. Yeah, Andrea Pitelli, and it was done in a tabernacle choir. Uh, and uh, it is one of the most beautiful sounds um, that anyone who was there would have heard. 
but also uh, if you've got like a pair of earphones and just listen to it on YouTube uh, and you're not feeling anything just due to, you know, a lack of, uh, you know, feelings, a bit of apathy, you know, just give yourself a bit of time for about, well, I reckon about four minutes and uh, you'll be in tears. Yes, <laughs> you'll be in tears. Just like I'm sure Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons was when she said that she had to change her phone ringtone from the psycho theme. The damn thing <laughs> kept going off whenever she was in the shower. So. It, it reminds me of like um, uh, when I going back to what you guys were saying about listening to soundtracks at the end of a or like while trying to go to sleep. I used to listen to the Titanic soundtrack, and because I had it on CD and not MP3 because I'm that old, um, it'd get to the bit where the ship's sinking and they're running away. So they're just like dun 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 dun, and like you know I'm obviously dead asleep, and then suddenly get woken up by like the sounds of a Titanic sinking. It was the most terrifying thing to wake up to in, in when you put it too loud. That's a James Horner soundtrack, isn't it? No, it's not. Uh, yeah. No, 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 I think you're right. Yeah, James Horner. Yeah, I think it's sure. James Horner, yeah. And, and the poor bugger died in a helicopter crash. I mean, what a uh, way to go. What a way to go. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say without being offensive, but that's absolutely, uh, it's a shocker, especially when you think of, like, where I, I think I first heard his music in Braveheart. Yeah, I was about to say, he's one of those big composers. He's the one that you could easily rattle off, like, I'm sure five different ones, like, you know. Because yeah. uh, I, I traditionally started off as um, I was a huge fan of uh, John Williams' um, music. Yeah, of course. Because of obvious reasons, exactly. But um, the but then, what was it, James Newton Howard as well? Like, you know, uh, I've been surprised yeah, incredible. the versatility he's got. Um, but who was the person who um, did the soundtrack of uh, Face Off? Um He's got a very unusual name, and he's fantastic. And he did a he did a, a version of a couple of movies with uh, Hans Zimmer. Uh, one of them was The Man in the Iron Mask. Um, and his his music is absolutely incredible. He also did um, uh, Con Air. I, I'm pretty oh. sure as well. Yes, I don't oh, wow. know his name. I don't think, but I I've, I've I yes. I love his that that music, and I have seen something where it was tied into something else because I thought you were going to go. Um, was it Mancini? Who's the guy who did um, Requiem for a Dream? Clint Mansell. Ooh. Is it Clint Mansell? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is correct. Yeah. yeah. Either that. Another or... one if you want to feel really awful about your life to listen to. <laughs> yeah, but I was even then even thinking he he wasn't the one who did the Saw theme because the Saw theme is another one that I really love. Um, if you guys ever get a chance, and I'm sure that um, you guys know the movie Across the Hall. I do not know the movie no. Across the Hall. It's it's the closest thing to a Hitchcock suspense psychological thriller with a plotline that's just absolutely amazing. But it's uh, it, it's very Mancini-like in the way that Pink Panther is. It it just lifts itself into um, it, the movie's got to keep up instead of it just being um, instead of it just being a piece of art visually. The, the music in uh, Across the Hall is extraordinary, absolutely nice. extraordinary. If you get a chance to watch the 2009 Orwell, film, is it? Yep. Yeah, and it's one of the last things that Brittany Murphy ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. Just uh, looking for the music. I mean, I'm going to say that I'll watch this movie, but I probably won't. And that's <laughs> not because of anyone here, just because I just tend to rewatch Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> yeah. uh, as on loop. That's just my life at the moment. Yeah, a happy place. <laughs> It is. That's all it is. It's just like it, it's just comfort. That's all they do. That that and par parks and recreation. Yeah. It's just like please, just make me feel good about life, and that's all it is. Yeah, I always find that the ending comes so much more heavy though, because I remember that happened to me when I was watching. Was it Six Feet Under? 
and I, that was the first it's time back. that I'd watched an entire season, like so not season, like you know, collection, like you know, whole everything together. And they have a beautiful, yeah, have a beautiful outro to that. It's just a lovely way they they um they deal. The with... last six minutes of that. Sorry, you can't watch six minutes of that. No, the very last six minutes of that. Oh, I have never seen anything so, um, oh. including in my own life, I have yeah. never yeah. been moved so to such an extent. Resolute, yeah. It was um, perfect conclusion. There's no way of getting that TV show back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It, exactly. I never watched it, so I can't can't attest to it. But what I will say is, I was really surprised by the TV show Mash. Because I thought that would just be a bunch of comedy. Yeah. Never bawled my eyes out more in a TV show than in MASH. Yeah. That was just, oh, intense. Because well, I, I, yep. I only saw glimpses of, of random episodes that my dad would watch, really. But um, I remember seeing the final episode and that moved oh, me. Oh, no, that was so that was so sad, that one. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Because oh. I, mm. yeah. And, and I didn't know the characters. I didn't know how long they'd been together. I just imagined that they were always together. That was that show. And it was, that, that war was always going to go on. You know? <laughs> to, so to yeah, see yeah. that, it, it felt a lot more real about all of the jokes. As you're saying, it was a beautiful comedy. But it, the respect that they gave to that subject matter was, was just lovely. Yeah, and it tickles that bone that I was telling about before when it comes to like talking about mental health and trauma. Because that's all it is. It's a show. Like They use comedy to be able to you know try to make themselves feel better about the awful trauma that they're experiencing on a daily basis yeah and yeah. and it's and watching uh, I, I won't i won't spoil it too much but uh the talking about that ending knowing the trauma that you when you when you watch it from beginning to end and seeing that trauma slowly develop and get worse and worse then that ending is kind of like it's un completely understandable and even and that's what kind of but shocking at the same time because it's the character that we know and love is going through something difficult and uh, oh man yeah that was uh absolutely the, the very theme um music is uh, once you let that um uh, that that opening theme extend into where its original song comes through mm. that's mm. that's about suicide yeah suicide is painless yeah yeah, yeah. That whole film was great too, as well, because I, that was I saw that whole film um, after a couple of episodes of that, and that was that was beautiful. And again, the using that song in it on this up and boppy feel just really worked with the juxtaposition of everything that show was about, in my view. Because yeah, sure. it is. It's it's about what was it? Um, one character wants to k kill himself, like, but they want people to euthanize him. He's a doc. He's one of the head doctors, isn't he? So he wants to do it properly. Yeah. Like um and and so everyone stands around him, but they substitute it. They do something. Um, they trick him, uh, in some way. But it's a beautiful moment. Um, I was gonna say as well, we've got uh, Rihanna and Elizabeth Irons out there. Uh, just following up by saying that her uh, ringtone is now the Halloween theme, so it's much better. She can now play that in the shower, and it's absolutely fine. Still brings it to <laughs> yeah. you, so. Um, yeah, and she's she just... did a great job at like that whole thing about having the psycho theme while in the shower. <laughs> yeah. I... That would terrify the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, or, or someone just comes running into the room, um, screaming her name, going "re, re, re, re." But uh, she also followed up by saying that she's just binged The Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, which is awesome. Yes, fantastic old TV shows, so good to watch. She hasn't laughed so hard in years. That's so good. Um, what was it uh, a community? Was another one that I sort of went to. It's not an old sort of show, but oh, Red Dwarf. That was one that oh, I watched. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's a good one. That yeah, was what. That's sure. so good that they're all back up there again. Uh, and then she's saying Mash, and that's incredible. Um, and she's got a signed cast photo of that show, which is awesome. 
Oh, what? Whenever it was on, um, my sister and I always used to run around saying, Oh, it's Marsh! I don't know why, but it was because it was like, Oh, it's Mash. So, yes, yeah, so, oh, it's Marsh! Whenever I see it written that way, that's why I think that, Rihanna. Sorry. <laughs> Um, cool. So yeah, I was gonna say just before this, out there uh, in the chat, let us know because uh, we were just talking about um, oh endings. Let us know um, the name of a film. Don't necessarily have to tell us what happens in the ending. We'll know you're talking about the ending, but tell us the film in which an ending just made you go oh, you know, sort of have a moment of of either awe or crap in your pants or blood run cold, you know. Um, a, a moment that stuck out in your head, like a, a film. I, yeah. I've got one of those that oh, yeah. absolutely stuffed me. Yeah? Go for it. Uh, it yeah. It was, um, uh, it, it was The Life of David Gale. Oh, I don't know that one. Looking it up. Yeah, um, look at that one up. The Life of David Gale. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's all about capital punishment, and it's absolutely finely tuned to being something absolutely extraordinary for an ending. It left me and everyone watching it when we first saw it. Oh wow! Yeah, empty of uh, knowing how to feel. It's it's a shocker. It's wow. amazing. That's what you want for a movie, I think. Yeah. So we got uh, was it Kevin Spacey and uh, Kate Winslet? Two thousand and yep. was it five? Three, sorry, two thousand three. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, speaking of um, actors who who produce some incredible stuff and then simultaneously are understandably cancelled, um, the show. Uh, if you ever watched it, Horace and Pete, it was like oh, Louis yeah. C.K.'s. Like, essentially, it's a film stage play, and that was one that did that for me. It was just, oh, it was yeah. so. Like it just got worse and worse and devastating, and it was such a great show. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of uh, you know avoiding all that because of the Louis K <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, but before that all came out, watching that, it just that was one that totally threw me under the bus towards the end of that show. That was such a sad and intense uh, yeah. show, which I really loved. That was one of the reasons I think. What was it? Was it Life Is Short? I I. I stop watching oh, that just because I I knew I thought that was going to have one of those endings that was going to be finite and it was going to be brought to tears and um yeah <laughs> again because every episode was sort of just moving me so much we've got some of the people out there saying old yeller which is yeah oh, I, it, it's probably an obvious one but still I think it gets everyone every time um the end of the mist from Phil Robinson absolutely yeah. we've mentioned that before and yeah if you haven't seen none that's that's a breaks you it just breaks you <laughs> Oh, there's Gallipoli's on there too. That's a fair call. I, yeah. I haven't seen that in ages, but that was a rough ending. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that too in school and that sort of yeah. just sort of resonated with me because the, the sound of the gunshot uh, as well. And, um, it, and, there's, and there's such a big, like, it was so, the, the purpose of it for the person to run out, it yeah. was just so useless. It was like, it was, that was the whole point. It was, there was no point for him to do it, but he had to. That's it. Was, it. You know, oh, that was, that was intense. I remember at school as well, that whole thing. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Um, what was it? She's also mentioned that she was absolutely gutted with Old Yeller. Uh, and Cujo, oh, of course. Yeah. Cujo, Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I'll actually, I'll, I'll mention as well, what was it, uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, that ending uh, with, uh, not necessarily Church, um, but uh, more the gauge moment for me was just, oh, 
I, I, and I don't know if it was the performance or, or I guess that's that's probably the the best filmmaking technique because you don't need necessarily a great performance with either of them really but it, it was so profound with with just what you knew he had to do and he had to force his body to go through I thought that was really good similar in a way think, to the mist I think something that's quite beautiful for um, what you just said as well and it's um it's a lot of people's favorite movie which is quite beautiful it's a wonderful life with James Stewart the the thing that really got me was there was this wonderful essay which said no one knows how many lives that saved by by actually showing um this man who would have committed suicide and what he would have been like if he had ever um you know not existed yeah and by having having that as a tool to uh to basically explain that you're that that whatever you've done is important there's it's such a cathartic movie mm, yeah 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 for sure yeah it's i think great purpose. there isn't many movies that you can say that they are um that, that your situation um that you've created a, a story so strong mm. that you don't know how many people have been saved um from actually watching that movie i've got so many friends who love that movie well, well, that's it too. I was just about to say, I remember, I think I've only really seen it in full cognitive sound of mind, you know, watching it all the way through with my family at Christmas time, uh, last Christmas. And um, uh, that was, uh, well, maybe, maybe it wasn't last Christmas, maybe it was a couple of Christmas, whenever we could see each other. Um, <laughs> but that was something that transcends time as well, because the story is so beautiful. Um, I, yeah. I recently saw... The Reveres with Steve McQueen, which is set around the 1900s, and that had a similar sort of quality. Same as like you know, The Happiest Millionaire, uh, Mary Poppins, um, yep. this idyllic time, which whether or not it actually existed, you know, uh, is beautiful and picturesque. Um, so yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's a huge positive sort of thing there too. We've got what was it, sympathy of uh, sympathy for Lady Vengeance, which I don't know um, necessarily, but. Um, uh, have to look that up in a second, but we've also got Rihanna Elizabeth Irons saying, uh, not so much a movie, but was devastated at the end of Batman Arkham City game. Harley's face just broke her. Um, oh, I can't remember yeah. it exclusively, but I do remember that, that game being awesome. Um, uh, similarly, I'm getting flashes of <laughs> Shadow Warrior, I think it was, which is, it's a silly game, I know. The character's name is Lu Wang, and it's all like dick jokes and tit jokes, but... Um, it has an ending which you really weren't... Well, I wasn't expecting, and it was on the levels of an M. Night Shyamalan sort of moment uh, that is just yeah, nice. beautiful and, and cinematically sort of just beautiful for for such a silly game. Like, you know, it's hardcore, just... Whatever. Um, but it was great, yeah. So, yeah, games, yeah. games also suffice. Speaking of which, too, I've yet to play the other endings of Red Dead Redemption uh, 2 so uh, that yeah. I can experience, uh, yeah, what they are. That was good. That yeah. was that was a nice like that. That's such an awesome story. In oh, general. Yeah. I obviously won't give away the ending, but but mm. just the the tale of someone because it, it's always this like especially in those line of video games, it's kind of like themed is usually the rise of power of a character. Yeah. Whilst this is kind of the downfall of character. Like this is like seeing the world for what it is and being like, I'm not okay with this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it, that was a, a really you know that had a really great ending and a great great game in general yeah but even the moment where there's the um uh what was it when he gets sick let's just say mm. like you know i i really liked that sort of component of the game because that 
that's where I was forced to sort of care about him. Like, you know, and I really yeah. cared about his character. I didn't want, I, I really wanted to do good and I didn't know if it was too late to redeem his quality. So I thought that was a really good aspect. And also to be able to put historical subject matter that was real in uh, in a game that way, I thought was really, really good. It, it wasn't making up a new uh, symptom. You didn't get, you know, some alien disease or anything like that. It was yeah. something it real. It wasn't just it was a plot twist. It was a real thing that happens at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, oh, also I when I played, I um, accidentally um, found the guy who gives you the medicine that cures you, and I I took the medicine before I got it. So uh, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I, I looked because I, I instantly looked up because I was panicking. Am I redeemable? And so I looked it up, and apparently, yeah. But I'd already taken it. He said, "Go to this guy," and and I was like, "I've already done that scenario," and I took it straight away. Oh no, I should have kept it. Anyway, uh, that's it. If you haven't played it, you can play it again and 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 um, learn from my mistake. And I will throw in another game because I, I, that's probably one thing I do play a lot of, um, mm. just video games in general. Yeah. But I could not tell you a better revenge story in all its complexity and layer and trauma and everything uh, than The Last of Us 2. That if you if you guys oh, didn't get to play it, the, the second one. The first one was incredible. Oh, I was about to say, the first one was, yeah, again, that's one of those. The first one was amazing. Mm. As, a, as a epic story... It was just fantastic. Number two is like it's a small concept in that it's it's essentially just a revenge film, as uh, a revenge game, um, but it goes into the depths of of what the consequences of revenge really is and what that all means psychologically. It's such a cool. Oh yeah. man, I, cool. I highly recommend people persevere with that because well, uh, I... I know that up and down with that that's mm. also because i didn't play um the last of us but i watched one of those youtube clips where it was just the cinematics and and rough gameplay where it was just going through you know the story aspect and it was filmed uh and that that moved me to tears i thought that was great as well i almost on the same level as the mist that sort of gave me sort of those sort of vibes um but there was another moment i'm gonna say in i don't know if it was injustice the first one but um uh, Superman, I'm going to reveal this one, I hope it's not a spoiler, but it's, I think midway through the game, Superman kills Shazam. And for those of you who don't know who Shazam is, Shazam is a 12-year-old boy, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he kills him and then drops him and this 12-year-old boy's body drops and you're just like, oh shit, Superman just killed like that. Great, and, and the the arc that that sort of story took, I I loved, so... That was another moment I want to put on there as a moment. We've also got another game out there, which was the ending of L.A. Noir. It was a bit shocking upon initial playthrough. I haven't played L.A. Noir, but um, I'm assuming it would be sort of uh, on the similar sort of story lines as um, uh, Bioshock, uh, almost. Not not I gameplay. I love Bioshock. Yeah, same. And, and yeah, oh, the second one too. Oh, I, L.A. Noir was a, a like kind of. A... I don't know what is it, nineteen fifties, uh, detective game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the noir period was like the thirties, yeah, forties and stuff. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Messed that up. But, but, but yeah, crime but it, aspect, it, yeah. Exactly. How... And it was a lot about facial recognition because you you had to kind of talk to people, interview people in that game, and see how they like if they're lying or if they're not by the way they're looking and and their little cool. kind of body language cues it was quite a quite an awesome game didn't get as much of a praise that should have yeah well that's because i think it was around that same time it was gta or la noir and la noir's theme impressed me but 
I didn't think it was going to be the gameplay that I was going to want, and so I got GTA, and that served me fine. Well, <laughs> I've got to say, I've got to say a farewell to you both. I do apologise. I have to quickly rush myself away, but I just want to say how wonderful it is to uh, to be here. I will obviously see you guys shortly. Yes, pop in whenever you um, Yeah, and and the best of luck tonight. I'm sure that you guys are going to be absolutely within the answers that are asked. <laughs> you don't know me very well. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. No, I, well, I, they're going to be completely random questions tonight, too. So even though my screen is frozen, like, you know, the my mind will be working to try and work out what those questions are. Exactly. I'm just trying to work out why it hasn't started up again. I, I love that. Like, you look like you're about to sneeze. Yes. <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> that must be like if, if you could freeze time that must be one of the most awful things to have frozen in time is like that right before sneeze moment and have that feeling stuck with you for, for eternity <laughs> yes. just be yeah. awful yeah <laughs> don't start with those per those personal lips. but well, thank you so much Vinny for joining us More I just want to come and say a quick hello um, I will. I will see. Uh, thank you guys for uh, being so brilliant. I'll see you guys both very shortly. Yes. Yeah. Have sure. a good one. Rock on. Thank you so much. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, whilst I just fix up my camera here, um, yeah, yeah. we'll uh, read off some of more of the comments. Sure. So what have we got there? We've just got. Oh yes, Rihanna Elizabeth Irons can't wait for The Last of Us to be released next year. So that's going to be the third, is it, Rihanna? Oh. No, no, that's a, that, uh, there's actually a TV series coming out. Oh, oh, cool. I yeah, love... yeah, I don't. It's so scary because it's like it's it's such a it's such an intense story. There's a lot of hype in, and also fear that it's going to be uh, completely destroyed. But there's a few good actors in it, I think, mm. and one in particular that's a that's a very big fan that wants to do it justice. So oh, uh, fingers crossed it comes together, but it's a it's a big swing for whichever company is making that. Yeah. And it's also because of like the, the video game itself is is in itself what makes it so um, impactful is you're you're having to do the things uh, the awful things they do in the video game uh, as a player which mm. which which is a lot less passive than if watching a show so trying to translate that over to a tv show it I, you know it's just an, it's a it's a big feat for them yeah no absolutely well that's what i was even going to i wanted to go into um what was it the uh um zombies in that and cuz that oh that's so fascinating yeah. i love the the concept and is is it oh, I want to say like priori, and, and I know that that's a Harry Potter thing, priori and cantatum and stuff, but um, pyron or prion, I'm not too sure. But this the type of um fungus that it is. Um, yes. It's it's similar in in in, uh, in that way to a, a prion, which is a, a virus, um, which is kind of like a bacterial infection that we can get. Um, and that's where that sort of history um, uh, justification for that comes from. There. Oh, do, do you know? There's, do you know about the the more deeper history to that? Oh no, the more please. Science I'd love to. Okay, so the because I, I, I watched all the kind of behind the scenes and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really there's a type of fungus, exactly what you're saying, mm. that um, that that happens that infects ants very commonly. That's it. Yes. And what the a, zombie fungus. Yeah. yeah. And they breathe it in, and then it, it, it sprouts out of their head, but they it actually takes over. Uh, their bodies and it gets them to do things like I think it's um they climb to the top of the highest wherever there's light so that they can get yeah to grow. and 
and then they they eventually die from the fungus and then the fungus spreads onto that leaf or whatever and then you know the, the spore is released and then you know the cycle rinse and repeat and so the 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 premise including the way that they uh it sprouts out of the the humans is a uh, is very similar in that fact uh so it's really like they 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 certainly did their research but it's a testament of like i mean let's just be honest here like those games have so much money so it's a testament of like a creative team being able to like take a concept and then just keep boiling it down and refining it and changing it to get to such a fascinating uh mechanism that you just couldn't do without you know the hundreds of millions of dollars that they get to uh, make that happen yeah yeah that's it and, and it just makes the character design so much cooler too <laughs> yeah i mean do you know what is really nice to see is that like a company that um a company of that caliber in the same way that rockstar is a similar kind of beast is that they do take those resources and they do apply them like you can see that work but when you when you apply that to like there's a lot of other companies that have equally as much money or they make as much money but they they all are doing is rinse repeating yeah. so seeing you know the companies like naughty dog which are the ones that do last of us and uncharted and stuff and rockstar with their you know which they also published uh, la noir as well as gta oh, um yeah and i think la noir if i'm not mistaken it was also partly partly or largely created by an australian company Oh, nice. I could be wrong about that. There was a, you know, a whole thing there. Um, yeah, so the, that um, that whole, uh, those guys tend to uh, put a lot of their resources into actually creating things, which is why you get so much depth and, and um, you know, like with any art project, and even this works in the film industry as well, mm. is that the, the more time you get, the more resources you have to make something, the more iterations of, of that thing you can process and the, and whenever that iteration comes about all it does is add complexity uh yeah. which which otherwise might not have been there mm, yeah yeah exactly uh also we've got um as well out there phil robertson saying uh he's an old resident evil silent hill gamer which uh, yeah i i loved the resident evil film a uh, film and i played the second resident evil game on an emulator on my computer and that was still a lot of fun um and silent hill the game i think i was too scared to play <laughs> yeah i played it for a little bit and i'm just like there's something about um that when it when horror gets so twisted yeah that you just kind of like it just blows your mind and it's you know like yeah it, it just, just gets too much yeah that's silent hill for me uh, yeah. i played a little bit of it and then i just like this is just nightmare fuel yeah. uh this isn't well, just a monster this is fucking demon crazy stuff i'm just yeah yeah uh, it, totally i've got a sort of weird sort of element where like the guy chasing me down in a mask with a knife doesn't scare me as much as the ghost or the unexplained you know uh, supernatural thing in the house yet on on that sort of like larger scale i feel more comfortable in watching a silent hill than i would be watching the hills have eyes in the remake just because it's yeah, just right. like, that's too real for like, you know, <laughs> don't want to see that that awful real stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but that's that compartmentalization, which I think a lot, a lot of the time um, we get out of like, you know, seeing things that are bad, same as in dramas or in romances when, you know, that sad moment happens um, that we don't want them to do or whatever. Um, Rihanna Elizabeth Iron saying she's looking forward to the uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. Ooh, yes, that's going to be awesome. So is Phil Robinson as well. Can't be any worse than I know what you did last summer, the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you go with that. I just feel like that's just dead in the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't imagine how that would be a longevity sort of story. Like, I can understand the, the urban 
myth sort of like idea, but um, uh, Scream was the latest one. I saw the uh, the new uh, trailer for that, and that I was all up for. That seemed really fun. Well, the one before did a great job, I thought. Like it did enough of like where the film took itself seriously, but also kind of paid out its its roots. Yeah, and it was it was really like I remember watching that movie thinking, oh, this is going to be awful, and then watching it and being like, oh, this is this is actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Rabin as well. That's the um, that's the saw theme. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That or either that or I've gotten the Clint Mansell one around the wrong way, which hopefully uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, it was Team Bondi, La Noir. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I think oh, they're the guys the who created it. Cool. And Rockstar were the ones who um, like, published just, it. Yeah, distributed yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Cool. Uh, and she's um, currently doing a replay of Until Dawn. Yeah, that was another good one. Because um, I remember uh, that was around the same time because it had a couple of stars that were in other things. And so I, I found out about that and wanted to play it. But a lot of these games come out that are either you can only do them with VR or something. <laughs> what was it? There's that, that f- ghost hunting game. Uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I'm, I'm excited. It's on, yeah, it's on Steam, and it's, it's one of those ones where, like, in a group of four, you go to a house. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, um, that's not that's not just VR. You can do that with a normal computer. Oh, can you? Uh, I haven't played it, but I I've watched people play it, and it's like messed up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm hoping it's going to get some more updates because I was always thinking with Ghostbusters how that that wasn't a thing with either the Conjuring universe or anything where it's just like, yeah, just say that it's all real and you have to do certain things like an escape room pretty much and it activates the ghosts or the, the poltergeists. Or the, and that would be cool too because you get to do your old, um, was it Tobin's Spirit Guide? And so, which is the book that I was reading at the beginning, which is the... Oh. Yeah. Uh, which has got both bits from the original as well, too. But uh, this is actually um, the D and D version. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's that's actually quite cool because it goes through and you get all the different ghosts and and their um, effects and stuff like that too. But um, yes, I don't know why I brought that in there. But fun stuff. She's also saying, uh, fun fact. Roger L. Jackson, who was the voice of Ghostface in Scream, also provided voices for male Sims <laughs> in The Sims. Cool. <laughs> Conchata. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I remember what was it listening to that um, Katy Perry who did a um, a cover of like in in the, the, the songs that they play in The Sims, and so she's doing it and she's going oop and beat eat and do bab and bat like that. She sounds like what is it um, when. Oh, was that Brie, Brie Larson did that SNL um, skit about the 60s singer, um, which I was like, what's she saying? I couldn't work out what she was saying that was beeping in between because she's cursing all the time. So I had oh, to look right. it up. And she's basically like, yeah, she's basically saying someone come and eat her ass. Um, right. Or she's got so much ass to be eaten or something like that, but doing it in this like boppy 60s sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very yeah, funny. Yeah. And it was a, a meme for a while there. Um, Alice Cooper has a couple of songs in The Sims 4. Does he? That's awesome. Alice Cooper is an awesome guy. Um, uh, I've got an old um, friend of the families who uh, is a big Alice Cooper fan, and you really wouldn't uh, expect it from this lady. Um, I thought you were going to go deeper into that. I thought, like, I've I got a friend of the family who knows Alice Cooper. Who is Alice come Cooper? On the next show. <laughs> no, we can't reveal who Slash's real identity is. Um, Kinderslausch. Um, but if you believe in him, he will come. 
Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, and, and he's like a teetotaler. You think that he's this hardcore sort of person, but he's like one of the most... I don't know I want to say straight and arrow, but he's a, a an awesome guy and a, like, a healthy guy and a really decent human being. So I, I found that always fun, the sort of like, you know, with what he wears and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing to see that kind of like, this is just a persona I put on. That's it. You know. How accurate it is to like Wayne's world. Um, beautiful. Well, cool. Um, that being uh, another good segue, um, we'll have one more quote and she's... Uh, uh, yes, you heard uh, Rhiannon's dad's being a golf addict, um, which is yes, awesome. I I never understood golf, tennis a little bit, but um. Oh no, it's fantastic! You just hit the ball really, really far away, and then you spend the next forty minutes trying to find it. It's, it's what a great game! <laughs> That's the problem. I I'll never find the ball because I'll just hit it and it'll go somewhere, and I'll. I'll just well, that means it. you're getting more value out of it, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, more bang for buck. Getting it quick, and then like you're going for hours. And then there's also a really fun part of the game where you have to. Um, dodge the balls that are coming at you oh so it's this double game really i thought that like, was a different game. i thought that was like baseball and cricket no 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 this it also works in golf it's fantastic it's or just porn. that um, porn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um but yeah no the, the the fun part of golf is the anxiety of being in the middle of a field and knowing that there's some bozo just clumping balls at you at whatever velocity those things go at and and there's no warning it's just no. the sound like a <laughs> yeah you're like Oh, that could have been my skull. Well, there's supposed so, yeah. to be at least four warnings. Right? And there four. isn't. These people are lazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jerks. Um, <laughs> no. Um, uh, Rhiannon says, uh, golf in her house is um, is well known as whack. Oh, whack. <laughs> what are my sons at? Whack shit. Whack fuck. What? Whack whatever. Uh, I guess maybe like whacking the ball and or screwing it up and and it veering off to the side. Yeah, and just being like hit and then ah. Oh, yeah, maybe she's getting back at me about how I like try and trick her with some of the quiz questions and literally right. it's not a swear word at all. She just means four. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's it. There you go. There's an inner joke here that I I don't quite understand. That's that's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, followed by a ten-minute game of finding the ball. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 it. Ten minutes. You're a fast walker. Yeah. Or you just don't hit the ball very far. I mean, like there's there's either end of that spectrum. Yeah. Now, what was it? Um, one of my favorite jokes from uh, uh, Dave Allen was uh, there was a guy who was going out golfing. He'd prepared it in weeks in advance, and then he he rang the guy up and who was going to go golfing with, and he says, "Um, so ready to go golfing?" I was, I'm I'm really sorry. I I can't go golfing at the moment. My uh, my half brother just died. The other guy goes, well, you can play nine holes. So, <laughs> yeah. That's where I learned how many rounds are in golf. Like when I was like eight at my grandmother's place listening to these old jokes. But yes, Dave Allen, fantastic jokes. Um, again, yeah, check out the Rush Cutter Entertainment 2 channel uh, because you can find out a whole bunch of early comedy, Australian comedy, British comedy, com- comedy, um, uh, both economy and first class comedy. Um, but... Uh, Studies into uh, uh, comedy as well. Um, we've got Rowan Atkinson's Funny Business, which is a breakdown of physical comedy, which is really, really fun there. Um, and yeah, some Grim Tales with Rick Mayall, um, which is all a lot of fun. But speaking of games, why don't we head into uh, our first round of games so we can bring up our spin wheel. Let's have Ooh. a gander. Oh, fantastic. Um, oh, that was right. That was uh, Vincent Parfitt saying Trevor Rabin as well with a big smiley face. So our games that we have tonight, you might remember some of them, ladies and gentlemen, from before. We have Venkman, Burn in Hell, Britnik, Brittany, the Toxic Avenger, Monster, Mashups, Chicken or Egg. We have Frankenface. 
We have Player's Choice, which of course you get to choose your own one. We have Pop Quiz with Hot Shots, and my personal favourite, Spin Again. Are there any um, ones out there that are uh, tickling your fancy at all, Piot? I mean, Spin Again sounds so know, alluring. It? Yeah, it's just the endless loop. Yeah. Um, I, the Hot Shots one, I think, but only because that's what I recognise. Pop quiz with hot shots. It is. It is a lot of fun. Um, cool. Awesome. Well, let's uh, give it a go. I've had to change my camera over, so I'm hoping it's it's okay. I'm noticing that it's sort of adjusting its lighting, so my green screen might be playing a bit of fun times. But we'll see how it goes. Groovy. It's okay. dynamic is what it is. You just gotta you gotta sell it better. It's dynamic. Yes, dynamic. What's going you said, on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not like my boring. No, you know, I, I thought you said uh, it, it rhymes with uh, dynamic, but I thought it started with a P. Um, and and we, uh, we've had too much talk of that for, for the now. So <laughs> um, I'll go through as well, just so you know how they are played. Chicken or egg is literally which came first. Frankenface, we have three faces to choose from. You've got to tell us who those three places are. Player's choice, obviously you get to choose. Pop Quiz Hotshot, we have one of our previous guests telling us, uh, or asking us a question. Spin again, we get to spin again. ESP is all about Venkman Burn in Hell. And Britney Toxic Avenger has been mashed up. The Britney... Uh, song, Toxic, has been mashed up with about 50 different other songs, so however many artists or songs that you can guess during that, you'll get the points. And if we get that, I've got to set something up, but yes. We'll see how it goes. Beautiful. So let's get into it, and we'll spin that wheel once I click it here. gentlemen that's right it's a monster mashups you've seen it advertised many many times before but now we're going to see how the game is played so of course you're gonna know what the first one is right off the bat but we're gonna have five that's right five horror films that have been reimagined as Disney cartoons so let's check out movie mashups and don't forget to dance along at home <laughs> Groovy stuff. So the players before know what this is, but do you know what movie poster that is? I mean, the one that I do. Of course, it's Jaws. Yes, it's Jaws, of course. Thank we... God I knew that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so stressful. Oh, good. And we've got Mickey Mouse and Goofy as well in there. So we're going to bring that down to its normal size so we can see it with its normal poster. So there you go. That's what it would look oh, like. Yes. That's awesome. I love the... Uh, did, did you draw that? No, no. These that? are from an artist whose name escapes me at the moment, but I will definitely put it down in the description of the video <laughs> below who did these. Um, but they are all available on um, uh, an amazing website that I got this from, which I'll also put down in the description later on. Um, but yes, uh, they're fantastic mashups that we've got one there. And I thought how we would work this out is because we have points, um, we'll come back actually to our quiz arena screen and I'll take my face away and we're going to put our quiz arena screen up the top. 
This is movie mashups. Have I got this? I don't have it yet. Sorry for the pause, ladies and gentlemen. Trying to do right. so many things. I can things. I can just say stuff randomly. Yay, stuff. Uh, bananas. Yay, um, bananas. Pickles. Uh, oranges. <laughs> uh, why is it fruit? I don't know. I used uh, to do that by saying a couple of quick words, and I'd just say like a couple of quick words like uh, cheese, <laughs> onion, carrot. Um, they're not necessarily small words. I could have chosen smaller words, but there we go. That's right. That's the right screen. So many brain farts. And now we reduce the size. So, let's get this. Move him down here. I'll move him across here so we can go to the top. This is the first time we've played movie mashups, as you can tell by my pause and disorganization. Uh, so, let's Ooh. put that behind the screen. Beautiful, where our games go. Awesome. Um, good. So, we're going to do this in a way where I award you one point because you got it right. Now, the way that we usually do this is if it is uh, just myself versus you, ha ha ha, every point uh, that you uh, don't get, I get. Um, so, that way, it, it works out that way. So, you don't want me to win, I don't want me to win, and the people at home, you definitely don't want me to win, so you want to help Pjort out, so let him know what you think the answer is. So, we're going to do it in four different goes. So, this is our poster at the moment, but the way I would show it to you would be in this way. We would start off just by having the option of four points. If I did, where is it? This one is Jaws. I would be doing, eh, this. Like that. So you oh probably God. get this much, and I'd be saying, what's the poster? And if you got it on that one, then you'd be getting the points. And then you get extra points each for the, naming the characters. Cool? Oh, okay. So yeah. naming the characters too. Yeah. Man. Can I get negative points? Is, is that part uh, of the game? Uh, you can't get negative points. That's why we're awarding me the points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna. I was hoping maybe my goal will be to try to get you as many points as possible. Ah. Oh, um, so yeah, you're gonna work. So then we're gonna be working here yeah, for the opposite. I like it. This is good. It's it's how I always like the ESP games to work, where it's sort of like you know we're happy with it just being like no, I want you to win. No, I want you to win. As long as someone wins, I'm happy. <laughs> Um, plus, also too, we we're, we're going to try and get our carryover champs back for hopefully a um, an escape room that we're going to be playing Ooh. out there, and going to give you guys the chance to do it. Um, hopefully within uh, next week. We're not too sure if it's going to be on a Thursday or if it's going to be on the actual Halloween night, but we're going to be finding it out too. Um, uh, luck ensuing if everyone's availability will work out. So yes. <laughs> um, beautiful. Uh, well, just before we go into our game too, we've got. Um, um, asking the question, Phil Robinson said, we never found out how Dave Allen lost his finger. For some reason, I always thought that it was in a, um, uh, he was in the, uh, the war. I don't want to be ignorant about that, but I know that he was in one conflict, and for some reason, I assumed that it was just somehow he lost it in, in, in combat, or somehow like that, but, you know, I, I know, too, it probably could have just as easily been farming equipment. Um, and what was it? What crime was the oh. fuzzy band? Oh. I'll give you an answer to that because I just looked it up. They're talking about if you're talking about the comedian, Dave Allen lost his left index finger above the knuckle after catching it in a machine cog. Ooh, so it was sort of like a, a farming accident or some sort of machinery accident. Ow! Because yeah, I, I recently there's I, I watched Tested with Adam Savage, uh, who makes a lot of props, and especially mm. with the Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife, he's been showing off a lot of the props they used on the film, um, and how they made them and stuff. And he had a situation where I think it was a piece of material, um, and oh, it was no. it wrapped around his lathe, and it caught oh, his finger, no. and they put a photo on the internet, and it was just all open, and it was just it was scary because it was 
that, that's one of the other good things about this sort of like, you know, the podcast sort of thing. People can understand that these people are real people as well so that they'll reciprocate in this. There's another um, fabricator who I watch who's Simone Gertz who had... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she had um, a brain tumour um, mm-hmm. and, and had that cut out. Um, and so, like, you know, it was just a very sort of... Uh, was it? Not harrowing, but like humbling sort of moment, I think, for all of our viewers too because we all felt support in this mutual way of just oh I don't know maybe it was just me <laughs> no no I, totally I still gave her a dislike <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah her. just so she knew yeah I was a real human a real troll um, no that was awful hearing that I remember that story well yeah. when that happened when she presented that and I was just like man because you didn't have you don't know if it's going to go well that, that's like, it that was it yeah you know and it was a very scary moment for her and something that would come out of the blue too um so Rihanna Elizabeth Iron says what crime was the fuzzy band charged with Resisting a breath. Fuzzy baby charged with. Oh, fuzzy baby charged with. Oh, see, my brain's just not working tonight. Sorry. Um, Sorry, neither is. My brain's never worked, so it's all good. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be good fun then as we go into games because uh, (laughs) we we can't get minus points. So even if we sit on zero, it'll be fun and we can go and have shots. So. (laughs) Well, fingers crossed we do sit. You sit on zero because then I will win. So. Exactly. uh, I'm okay with that. Yes. Beautiful stuff. So here we go. Uh, let's take this one down. We'll start off with our first one. For the chance at four points, what is... Aladdin. Yes. Nice. Right? Done. Straight off the bat. Uh, but awesome. I, I can't tell you who that character is yet, though. Yeah, the good. Little... So that's the Disney. They're all Disney representations, and they are horror films. So we're looking for the name of the horror film that this is. Oh, so we know it's... right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That makes That's right. You sense. got one point for, well, not necessarily Disney, because um, we know it's a Disney. We know it's Aladdin. Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's like Seven Monkeys. Well, actually, technically, you do get a point for that because um, I'll take a point. Any, any, any grab I can grab. Yeah. <laughs> well, you listed one of the characters' names, so that's why I was like, no, I'll give you that that point. So, okay, yeah. Then I guess if, if they're just character names, then it's Aladdin, Jaf- uh, Jasmine, and uh, oh my god, not Jafar. No, Iago. No, that doesn't look like Jafar. Is that not Iago? The the parrot? No, no. It's not the uh, the parrot. It's not Iago. Oh, no. Oh. Abu. Yes. Nicely done. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Apu. Yes. Apu Nahasapina Petalon. Um, uh, he, he moved. He was working at the Quickie Mart, but now he lost that job. They find him, and so he's now over in um, uh, in the Arabian Disneyland. In the, exactly. Yeah, working in Disneyland. Yeah. They used to have a Quickie Mart at um, Fox Studios, didn't they? No, I don't, not that I know of. Yes, I know they that. Did. Um, they have a Cookie Mart at Universal Studios. I swear they had a Cookie Mart, like, because they had a sound studio where they had a um a Simpsons show when Fox Studios was there. Oh. When, when it was the theme park, and they had the Titanic ride and everything. Um, oh. And I'm pretty sure because now that's that's where Track Track Two. What's the? Oh, oh wow! Someone's already picked up Beetlejuice. Hey, nice. Yes. Are you kidding me? How did yeah, you, you get said that? It. Oh Jesus! That's Good stuff. A... So you got four points. For yeah. that, and another three points for naming the three characters. Woohoo! So good stuff. I... And let's go back into it. We'll see the whole poster. And very well done out there. Everybody else showed. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for winning for me. Yeah, nice. So whoop. there we go. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is terrifying. So there's two characters that you didn't mention. So I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, obviously, Genie and. Yes. Who's the second character? Uh, oh, oh, actually, no, you did mention her, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jasmine. I was like, oh my god, did I? Is there someone I can't <laughs> no, see? Oh. 
Yeah, I, I'm not not going well. So that's our poster there. Yes. Oh, what, a, what an amazing thing! You know what? I wouldn't have guessed Beetlejuice. So thank you, Rhiannon. Yes, that nicely done. Would would not have happened, and that's yeah. Not that I, I have actually seen that movie, but I I just would not have guessed it. No, of course. And she's definitely helping you out there by saying Abu is uh, Lydia. That's it, exactly. Her best Winona Ryder impression. Beautiful stuff. So that was that one. Our next one for four points. Oh, hello. So that's, I mean, that's obviously The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, oh, God. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of what, what movie would that be? Yeah. This one, oh. like, some of them really won't help you with the first slide. So we can move on to three points and I can give you the, oh. the next third of the picture. But I want four points. I want four points. Um, home? Let's, let's we'll bring it back to this screen. We'll see yeah, is anyone, is anyone back there tr- yeah. like smashing it? Like, I have no idea. I'm going to grab know. the comment, the chat box. Oh. In fact, and I'll bring it over the overlay for movie mashups. That's going to do a couple of things by like, you know, being an overlay twice, but eh, we can yeah. carpet. We'll you know what? We're, we're, you know, intelligent adults. Exactly, um, yes. Us working out what horror posters are with Disney characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think what, what would be someone laying in the grass mm. be as a horror movie? Like, you know, and is that like Puma, the character? Puma, did you say? Yeah, like the, the, the pig. Like, just because I haven't got colors. a point, I want to be really mean and say, no, Puma is not the name of the character. Oh, but Puma. But Pumba is. Pumba. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you can take one. That's fine. Yes. I, I've got nine. So, I know. that was. Yeah. I was like, you got to nine. And I was just like, oh, I hope I get there. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, Rihanna Elizabeth I, Irons I came in there with Pumba. Good stuff. Okay, yeah. well, let's go into the next one. We'll reveal a little bit more because we're not too sure at home no. as well. So, oh, no that's way. right. I've, I've realized that I've written them down on the uh, actual thing down below. So I, I now know what film it was. I didn't know before, but this next one might actually reveal. As we grab it and we slide it up, it might be a sequence that you know all, all too well. Oh, geez. Do I know this sequence? Maybe. It is from a popular film. Now, like as we said before, uh, it's not necessarily a horror film. I'd, uh, sci-fi films as well are like, you know, usually lumped in. Oh, Alien. A- right? Nice. So that's yeah, three that's points. Got... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful that stuff. Was a... I was thinking, because I guess, I don't know. I was, I, cause next one would definitely be, I assume... Uh, Pumbaa's buddy ripping out of his stomach. That's just my guess. Let's reset it. There we go. Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Now I got to think of the name. Come on, people. What's yeah. The name of What's his name? Puma Can you remember his Timon. name? Timon or Simone? Oh Timon. yes, you said it. Nice. It was Timon. Yeah. Nicely Woo. done. Man, I'm better than this. Than I thought maybe it's because it's Disney related. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Could be. That's why yeah. I thought it, it's a good sort of like you know leveler. It, it allows it everyone really to play. Is. Because yeah. it's like, because we're all kids when we watch this, it's just like burnt into our retinas and That's brains it. and stuff. That's mm. it. But the amount of times too that I'll, I'll mention, like, you know, was it a uh, 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 Return to Oz? Like, you know, again, that's traumatizing. It's <laughs> yeah. a kid's film, well, you know. Yeah, um, right. But also Monster Squad is a great horror element type film too. Um, Monster Squad? Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a good one. It's Ooh. got like all of the classic um, characters like Dracula, the Wolfman, think Frankenstein's in there too and it's Amazing. set like in an 80s sort of thing so it's got a Goonies sort of vibe too it's fun beautiful okie day 
So, we go on to our next one. We close that one down for four points. Ooh, what could it be? Oh, wow, okay. Ooh, actually, no, this, this is quite small, so this might actually be for five points. It looks like it, if you were to... <laughs> it does look like it. it Let's take five points. I'll give okay. you five points. Actually, I feel like, because you didn't get, like, the... You, like... Yeah, we well, went down a point, so I feel like just so that I can even it out a little bit more and it doesn't look like it's all going one-sided. I gave myself one more point, is basically what I'm saying. Oh, this is like, clearly the house is Exactly, is oh, the house is totally rigged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look, the numbers, oh, no, I was going to say, the numbers are not even there. Yes. Um, all right. So let me think. Nightmare Before Christmas, is that possible? Ooh, good call, but no. It, no, it's not. No, okay. No. So let's go back in. We'll reveal another one. So this one will now be for four points. That was for Phil Robinson. That was a very good guess there. Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay, so obviously that's Tom and Jerry. Yes. Right? Good, yes, yeah. you did. You okay. got two points. Um, now, the question is, who... What movie is this? We see someone looks like they're blindfolded. I'm assuming that's the, the little mouse, which I can't remember if it's Tom or Jerry. I assume it's Jerry. Yeah. Uh, and... Is that like brain scattered on the other one? Is that possible? Uh, it might just be the, uh, yeah, it might just be the movie mashups overlay. No, no, I mean like, oh, sorry, I can't point because you're not, you can't see my fingers. Oh, sorry. Right, right next to the, um, the, the gray cat's body. Yep. Oh, Tom's here. Tom's body. Yeah. yeah right. Like that's what there. I'm like in my head, I'm like, huh, that looks like someone's brain's been blown out. Mm, I think it may just be a hand or something metallic. I'm not too sure. Okay. Based, based on what, what I can see that it is, it's possibly one of those two things. I was going to say, you said a, a blindfold as well that's on... I can't remember which one's Tom, which one's Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, but on the mouse, um, there okay, seems so... to be something... Um, like I don't remember him having a fringe like that. Having said that, I don't think that's necessarily going to help, but I don't also remember his face being like red as that. So no. it looks like maybe it's it's a full face covering rather than a... Uh, oh, uh, just a blindfold. Jeez, oh, no. You know what? I'm gonna have to ask for another frame. Awesome. I, I, there's no way I can get that. I get another point, and we move on to the next frame. Ding. Oh, hello. Hello. The pig mask. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't even know what that is. Ooh, people at home. Four. Would you That's be different? I'm not too sure. Failed to post the tweet. That's all right. Could. Hopefully we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry about that drop Ooh. out there. Um, I have turned off auto-stop, and that's something that apparently isn't uh, remembered, something that you have to do every time you do a schedule stream. So I'm very apologetic about that. We are in the middle of our game of monster mashups, and already, as you can see, um, uh -huh. Hjort has got 17 points versus my four, so it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. And we've still got more questions to go. So we just had our saw poster up there, which is great stuff. And let's go back into our next one, if you're ready for it. Always. Awesome. Hopefully we will have some more people back here. We've got one person joining us, but that may be me. So we may... Actually, <laughs> maybe we'll just wait it's a couple of seconds. probably me, actually. I think it is just me. Yeah, no, you're right, I, yeah. Like, we'll wait a yeah, couple yeah. of seconds, because just to be sure... To be sure, to be sure, I might double-check, because... Ah, oh, there we go. Phil's back. Awesome. Fantastic. Hello, Thank you so much, Phil. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is the auto-stop um, thing, but um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, 
when there's a second of a dropout, the, the internet will take one slight inch and cut you from it. Whether it's a copyright strike or it's just connecting you not from the internet. Um, I apologize to all the Irish out there as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but <laughs> as a Polish person and knowing that a lot of Polish people live in Ireland, I, I'm very offended by a, um, a really long, you know. It's me trying to be inclusive. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. I, I'm one of those people who I, I don't know whether it's, it's that, but I, I don't think doing a Cockney accent is sort of uh, a racially insensitive thing to do. Yeah, no, it isn't. But there are some accents that really are. Yeah. And it's like, it's interesting how that's the case. Like, I mean, like I think, a Chinese yeah. accent or like a Mandarin accent. It's like, yeah, I think there's, don't there's want context. to go there. There was, what was it, that film Murder, um, Death by Murder or Murder by Death, which had a lot of uh, comedic stars in it at the time. And Peter Sellers played a, um, I think it was a Chinese um, the detective, but he played it with the long sort of Confucius style of oh. an overbite. And they, they, did his eyes oh, and, and everything oh, and he God. did it like that and it was that was one of, it, it it was an honest portrayal because that's the thing like um peter sellers is a very interesting <laughs> performer in that sense but it's like he was obviously cast for the comedic element of just yeah, sending yeah. up that sort of thing and he doesn't he doesn't necessarily overdo it but his costumes are way over the top and yeah. the things he says are way over the top and and yeah. awful and so yeah but Have it's you, a fun you, film besides that <laughs> did you see breakfast at tiffany's um, I haven't recently. I saw it like years and years ago. There's an Asian character, oh. a portrayal of an Asian character. No, I know that you. Yes. Dreadful. Um, Mickey it's a famous Rudy. actor. Yeah, right. Yeah, Mickey and it's Rudy, just yeah. like awful. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what I mean. I, 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 I like uh, honest portrayals, and I do think that it, it, context is the key. So, like, yeah. Oh, you, for sure. You, you don't. You don't want to do it in, in a sort of way, but um, some performances like. But I, I love seeing. Um, uh, stereotypes in in theatrical roles being broken as well. They've currently, I think, they just reannounced the picture of Dorian Gray is doing a, oh. another stage, um, another season of shows at the uh, Sydney Theatre Company, and that's uh, a role reversed um, uh, role of Dorian Gray. Oh, yeah, gender role reversal. Um, I, th I think, uh, at least from the from the posters and stuff like this, but I'm really eager to see it because it looks so cool. The design of it, I think it's Kip Williams is the director. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to see it when it came out last time, but I missed it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it this time. Yeah, oh, we cool. also have a, a part Irish person that was unoffended. Oh, good, so good. Awesome. I think I think they speak for all Irish people, uh, yeah. so we can go crazy with the Irish uh, impersonations. Don't I think that's. I'll start dancing and and things. Um, oh, fantastic. But, but Irish dancing, like Michael Flatley. Sure. Yes. Um, beautiful. Awesome. Well, now that we've got a, a, a couple of people back onto it as well, uh, why don't we continue on with our game? I'm not too sure how many we've got. I think we have maybe two left or same. We'll find out. Bring it on. Yes. Uh, I think, yes, we have two left. Okay, here we go. So our next one for, ooh, for five points. Now, oh. I think I've done this very low because it's probably quite easy. What I'll do is oh, okay. I'm going to move it over to the side. Well, not not quite easy. Sorry, that's I don't want to say that because I don't want people who don't get it to feel like it. Okay, you know. so um, we have. But, yeah, it's um, maybe obvious to some. People. Human centipede. <laughs> is that it. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't know if I want to see Phil. the rest of this. Yay, Phil! Oh, yay! Is that it? No, no. 
But oh my oh, god, that's, that's, great. that's not a sight I want to see from Disney characters. Yeah, because I'm imagining, just... I, I know what it is, and it's just, it's, oh, that filled me with so much joy. Just oh. like um, last week, we had um, uh, one of the puppeteers who um, worked with uh, Healthy Harold, and um, uh, he mentioned that in the schoolyard, he's heard that there's stories of kids reenacting the Squid Games thing. And I had this big pause, and I just started bursting out laughing. I thought, oh no, that shows me how much of a terrible person I am. <laughs> but I just couldn't yeah. help. My mind raced with like the images that I've seen from it, of like you know kids standing out and miming guns and all that. But then I saw, you know, the bit where they've—I don't know if you've seen it—they've got to jump on planes of glass. And so I imagine them on, you know, some schools have that um, the bridge, the wooden bridge. And so I imagine them jumping on the wooden pails and then falling through. But because they're really close to each other, them going through and smashing their chins. Oh, so, Jesus. Yeah. But it was really slapstick in my head. So that's why. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. It wasn't gory. Either that or I'm just a terrible person. <laughs> hey, we're all terrible people, Tell us right? in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, okay, so I wasn't Human Centipede. No. I'm trying to think what movie it is because uh, is it the because um, uh, it's not 101 Dalmatians because the colors are wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they could either be dinosaurs or they could either be other types of dogs. Because um, <laughs> dinosaurs, of course, the famous breed of dog. The, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the the long uh, the, the was it soft dog long, long neck. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's that other one that's the Lady and the Tramp? Is oh, that, yes. I love Lady the, and the Tramp. Beautiful. Aristocrat? Ah, Aristocats. yes. Nice. The Aristocrats. Ah, nice. I wouldn't have gotten that. Thank you very much, Phil. Very well done. Nice. Okay, so we got that part of it. Now we got to figure out what yeah. those Aristocrat yep. cats are doing. I was and... about to say, yeah, this one is more where, um, yeah, you've got the name of uh, the Disney poster for it. I'm not too sure of the intricate names of the characters in this, nor how many are in it, but you've got I... Aristocrats, uh, cats, sorry. That, that's a joke. Um, uh, but that's, uh, so got, you got your one point for that. Um, yeah, but, no, but I do need another frame. Yes, but we're going to take it down to now four, but I was going to say, for those of you out there, I won't mention it necessarily now, but if you know the joke that is the Aristocrats joke... Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that you, you know what I'm talking about. If not, look up... Gilbert Gottfried um, does his uh, version of the Aristocrats joke. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but it is a, a comedian's joke. Um, it's yeah. very crass, but who better to hear it from than Gilbert Gottfried, the voice, of course, of Iago. Yeah. Yeah. So it Fantastic. all ties in. Things, things we're learning. Here we go. Exactly. Good. So I get one more point because we're now going down to four. <sighs> Oh, that's got to be Children of the Corn. Is that right? Ooh, no. No? no. Oh, man. Okay, I didn't get that, but that's that's scary. It is, isn't it? Um, Jeez, anyone else got, got a, a movie that this is similar to? Hmm. I mean, it, it could also be something I've never seen before. That's Yeah, um, that also could be another thing. This one is a horror film. This one would be classified as horror. Village of the Damned, that's exactly what I thought. Now, again, I, I didn't make these. The artist did do a rendering yeah. of it. Um, but uh, it does still tie in with the theme, too. But I honestly, if I was playing, I would have said Village of the Damned. And I would have been like, no, okay. it is. So it clearly it's... is. Um, except, like, for the blood around their mouth, I'd be saying it clearly is. Because they have the glowing eyes as well. Um, no. Um, do, should we go down to three points? 
Oh, I think well, I've already given myself the points. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's already happened. It's already happening. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. There's corruption in the in the game. Ding! It doesn't oh, help you doesn't at all. Give us anything. It doesn't give you anything. Just a little bit more um, a kitty chest. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That doesn't help at all, other than just give us more time. Yeah, I'm trying to think that if dinosaurs are a breed of dog, what's a breed of cat? Like um. Tardigrades? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. If, oh, I guess they have no. No, I I can't help you out there. I'm Megafauna. Too, uh... It'd be just like, of course, it'd be like the giant um, uh, wombat panda. Uh, wombat oh right, there bear. you go. Yeah, that thing, the meat-eating wombat thing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah I, I hate to say, it, but I can't do this on this this frame. Like, it literally oh, just gave me chat chat hair. Yes, uh, no, you're right. Did, Awesome. So yes, for for what was it? It was two points, wasn't it? We were five, four. Yeah, we just lost three yes. points. This would be now we're on two points. I yes. think. Yes. So what's the film? So what do you think has possessed cats? Come on. Oh, I haven't got this at all. I, I'm more just saying that I think we need another one. What another about you guys this? at home, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, now yeah. these two cats in this film, um, they I think they get married at one point, and 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 where the place they get married might be a um a helping guide to Phil Robinson's got it to the name. Oh, are you of serious? The, that's yes. cemetery. I haven't seen it, so that's definitely why. I nice. Didn't get well, that then I, I'm I'm gonna be a meanie, and I'm gonna take those. Was it two points? <laughs> Away what? from you, exactly. And reset. But he got it. Phil Robinson got it. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Pet cemetery. I'm definitely not saying that, and I would not have gotten that. There's no <laughs> way. Can I name all the aristocrats? Uh, aristocats? No, I cannot. No, but if you you uh, can, then go for it. You get all I the points, Rihanna. Go for it. Yes, please. Um, this was one of those Disney films that I, I didn't necessarily see. I think, I don't know if I missed it or if it just wasn't part of my VHS collection. Um, I had a lot of reruns of, um... Duchess, Toulouse, Marie, Berlos. I'm just pretending yep. like I'm the one that thought of this. And, and Tom, Tom O'Malley. O'Malley. There we so go, Tom O'Malley. Do we get any points for that? Uh, Even if it's a reduced she, point, she'll definitely get. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a point. I'll give you a point for reading them out. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Nineteen for you and eight. Good stuff. So we still, I think, have one more movie mashup, monster mashup, should I say? And here we go. Four. How many points? Oh, let's say for five fiver. points. Okay. So that's is that Dumbo by chance? Uh no, it's not. Okay. Well, not the... Dumbo. Another character could have that. Uh, it's not Emperor's New Groove? No, it's not. But that's a good choice. It's an awesome film. It is an awesome uh, film. It's fun. I'm just trying to think of the color scape here. Oh, it's uh, Hercules? In it. Hercules, by chance? Sorry? You know Hercules? Hercules? No, it's not Hercules. No? I do know Hercules, but yes, no. It's not okay. that. Uh, the colour scheme may help you a little bit more with it because I was just thinking the same thing. If I was thinking it was Hercules, it might be very yellow. Um, beautiful. Yeah, we'll take true. one point away from you and we will go up a little bit. Oh, my God. Okay, right there. That's uh, that's uh, It's got to be Cinderella, right? No, it's not. Sleeping Cinderella. Beauty? Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Cin- nice oh, right. Man. Cinderella is the, the shoe thing. Yes. So, yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Okay, we have that. Now, my guess is Interview with a Vampire. Ooh, or Dracula. No. Or Dracula. No. 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 Uh. 
Ah, uh, nice. Aurora Aurora and Brianna Prince Elizabeth Irons. She'll be able to help you out with the names. Thank you very much. I, Princess Aurora and Prince Philip. Nicely done. Beautiful. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I was hoping points. you were going to say Prince Philip Dracula. It <laughs> 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 would have been Maybe. great. The, the age-old Prince Charming. He never dies and never drinks wine. Um, no, so yeah, it unfortunately doesn't really give you any hands because all of the things that are being said so far, um, yeah, are all things that you could easily be thinking of too. But the, um, position that the, this per, these two people are in are synonymous with, uh, multiple scenes actually in multiple shots of this famous horror film. No, oh. it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. Another fantastic reference there. Yeah. Who is watching over someone while they sleep? Yeah, that's uh, that. I, that oh. I mean, I was. I don't. Can't remember that in The Shining. No. Um. He wakes oh. up. Okie dokie. Well, let's take another point away and let's add okay. one more. Okay. Oh my god! I know <laughs> it changes everything, doesn't it? What a twist! I don't know who that film is, but I know that that like I've definitely seen that reference somewhere. <laughs> yes. Someone's got to get this because I. The pea soup. I, Come on, guys, ladies and gentlemen at home, you can definitely help him out. The, the Exorcist. Exactly, you get the point. There you go. Nicely done. Yay. Awesome. And we reset it, and we'll see what it looks like. Bang. There oh, you are. amazing. Walt Fisney's The Exorcist. The I'm going to look up this movie. artist, because they are incredible. He's a fantastic. Yes, they are a fantastic artist, and I'll definitely have that down in the description. When I do an edit of it, I'll do a little overlay and a slap of the face for me. So, um, brilliant work there on our first round of... Monster mashup. So congratulations, man. Look at the abundance of points you've got from round one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kicking butt. Yeah. 23 points, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is very small down there, but you can see it's 23 points, and I unfortunately only have 10, but I'm still glad to have 10. I'm already in the double digits. Uh, and I should mention as well, ladies and gentlemen, that today's um, prize sponsor for our final round is Suicide Glam, offering us $25 on their website so that you can get all of your fantastic gothic clothing and alternative clothing needs. Check out their website. Their link is in the description below. We also have two little linking codes that you can try out. If you want to turn your pet into a little plush variety that you can squeeze and hold, you can send them in a photo at petsies or mypetsies.com au should I say? And if you use the code Quiz Arena, fifteen, I think you get fifteen percent off. If not, it's ten percent, and I've just got that around. And I apologise. <laughs> and uh, again, our friends over at Escape Tabletop Games, who are who was our prize sponsor last week, who was lucky enough to give us the um, amazing prize of one game of Psycho Killer that you can play at your um, uh, parties in real life when they go back to it. Uh, they have a link down below too, so that you can get. 10 or 15% off if you use that code down there. Um, my mind is racing and, and I'm not too sure, but there are discounts down there and check them out. We also have opportunities that you can um, uh, follow us on Patreon so that you can get a subscription early. Uh, coffee, uh, you can buy us that. You can uh, buy us a book. You can do all these fun, fantastic things. But also to follow our handles. Of course, Piot is at Not Chili Productions, so you can check him out on his Instagram handle there. And I'm, of course, at Richard Lovegrove uh, on that whole dibbity dab over there so yes thank you so much as well ladies and gentlemen out there for helping Piot along there um I, I don't know why I'm saying thank you because darn it oh no I want to win Dacitor round <laughs> Um, beautiful, but I like that round too because it flooded back a lot of memories. Like you mentioned, uh, Lady and the Tramp, and that was one of the movies that I mm. loved. Like it was just gorgeous. Also, too, um, as you might, may have noticed, I have a King Charles Spaniel who um, 
is uh, my dog Oscar. So I've replaced the actual King Charles's face with the King Charles Spaniel's face, and underneath and behind the gramophone, he's uh, King Charles's face on a King Charles Spaniel dog. So yeah, Amazing. you can buy that as well on our Red Bubble store, which is also linked down below. Um, <laughs> yeah, fantastic, beautiful, oh, and. We've got a fun fact from Rhiannon Re- Re- Elizabeth Irons as well. So sorry, I didn't do my tongue twisters before here. I need to listen to my Danny Kay. Uh, she says, Princess Aurora was the only crowned princess in the Disney Princess Collection. Really? Oh, of course. As in, like, uh, the, the, um, uh, there is an actual Princess Aurora in real life. Is I'm assuming that's what you, you mean by that. Um, oh, that no, is- I thought it meant that there was an actual physical crown only on that that princess oh. in that Disney movie. Because ah. I'm trying to think, there wasn't one in Aladdin? No, because that's what I'm thinking too. As in Aladdin, I think she had some sort of like gold yeah. piece, but I don't think that was necessarily so, uh, synonymous with it. But you've got Pocahontas. I know that there was a, a game theory or a film theory which did about who is an actual Disney princess based on so many things. But that sort of gets to a point that when you go... Like, you know, why do we consider a tomato a fruit? It's because it has seeds. No, it's not. It's because you can, it's taxable because you can turn it into a jam. Um, that's right. what it all has to do. It has to do with jam and taxes. Um, but because of that, the easiest way to say is it is seeds. Um, cool. Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, she's come back by saying, no, she's the only one to, uh, to be bestowed a crown. Oh, one last gift. Dear, dear child, for thee, a symbol of thy royalty. A crown to wear in grace and beauty. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah, she's the only one, like, actually coronated. Wow, that is very cool. That's a great piece of Disney trivia. Um, yeah, there you go. I, I do love the Disney trivia, too. Because, um, yeah, it comes out of there. And, hell, like, you got the whole horror aspects with Fantasia. And um, Ub Iwerks, when they had a little bit of a falling out, Ub Iwerks was someone who worked very close with Walt Disney um, and arguably came up with the um, Mickey Mouse that we know today, the design of it. Um, oh. But he did a spin-off where he actually used a piece of music called Gloomy Sunday, which was a piece of music, I think, written in the 1930s. It's one of the... Um, uh, most depressing songs in the world Uh, and apparently like 72 people had attributed this song to their suicides around this time but it was also big war times and this was in um in uh like germany um austria like you know um dangerous areas so there was a lot of problems at the time there's a fantastic movie actually called gloomy sunday which is uh, a german film which is oh another one if we're talking about oh moments in film yeah the ending of that Oh, yeah, the ending of that. Yeah, no, I don't want to go there. Um, great film, beautiful piece of music. It's like the first one I started like playing around with the violin. I can't play any instruments, I'm terrible. But it's, it's I like distracting myself, so a lot of the time I'll just pick something up. And that was the first song that I tried to learn on violin, and still I'm trying to do it. But it's... Anyway, it goes like that. There's a poetry piece to it. The original lyrics, if you can find them, are really depressing and sort of surrealist imagery. They have since rewritten them, uh, and they've done a lot of covers from them. Like, Billie Holiday did one. There's a swing cover of it. Um, Matt Forbes did a beautiful, awesome, big band version of it, which is on YouTube. You should check that out. Uh, and yeah, that's that took me on a segue there, but there's a lot of thing with that. But the reason I said that is because Ub Iwerks used Gloomy Sunday in that, in which he used an animation of skeletons dancing to Gloomy Sunday, oh, which was I the inspiration for what ended up leading towards Fantasia. Um, as in, 
I don't know, that's that's hearsay again, but there was a question of whether or not it was this sort of rivalry when they were watching each other's work that was being done. This this idea they wanted to do something with classical music and and cartoons. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, and then she continues, as is their right and royal duty. Sleeping Beauty is one of her favourite films. Oh, that's so good. Oh. Um, Rihanna, have you been to any of the Disneylands? If so, how many? And if so, which was your favourite one? And if not, which one's the one that you want to go to? Hell, even if you've been to any of them, which is one that you want to go to? Um, I know I want to yeah. try out, um, is it the, the one in Japan? Um, yeah, I've heard that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's supposed to be good. And the um, the Haunted Mansion, I think, is supposed to be really cool in that one. Um, mm. or, or is it the Hong Kong one? It's more me and like my a... me and my partner went to a, a Japanese haunted house. <gasps> that was terrifying. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Because they'll get actual people to hide in there, oh, and cool. so you'll go into a room, you can't see anything, or you can't see, and they'll just come out and scare you. Yeah. And it was just the most terrifying experience. Yeah. Though I felt very manly because I was, you know, I I, I took up the uh, the protector role. Yeah, uh, and so so yeah. I was just it's like, it's hard to yeah. not instinctively do that, especially when your senses are giving you exactly everything to do that. I worked for a while in a prison break, um, prison break live, um, a scare attraction, which was all strobe lights, a very similar thing. And the amount of times people, big guys, would just instinctively bang, just hit. They wouldn't before they'd even <laughs> look. They would just hit, like out, and you would have to break the distance so that you didn't get hit. Um, Amazing. And they would react most of the time to, oh, I'm sorry, because they would realize you're a physical, real person and they're trying to protect most of the time someone <laughs> they're with. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's so cool. Um, and different aspects like that can then work with the psychology of that. Um, we've got uh, Rihanna Elizabeth Owens in there saying she was at Disneyland 10 years ago for your birthday. That's right, you said you had Disneyland birthday there. That would have been so cool. Oh, um, amazing. And she has a tattoo of a scar from Lion King. Yes, <laughs> of course, Jeremy Irons reference, ironing something. Oh, the irony. Um, <laughs> on the back of your neck. Cool. Uh, and Walt Disney quote on your shoulder. Cool. Amazing. Um, uh, once upon a dream, tattooed up on your chest. That's so nice. It's... um. Also, like that theme of uh, when you wish upon a star. I don't know if it's just because that's like one of the earliest memories of that musical riff, but every time I hear that, you can't. I, I can't help but feel that sort of warm flood that you same get when you walk through the Disneyland entrance in Anaheim. I remember. Yeah. It was yeah. it was cold when I, I went to Anaheim. It was probably just early morning. But the second you walk into that gate, everything just sort of like warms up, and who knows? Maybe they've got heating things in. Oh there. yeah, some magic. Yeah. But I do love, like, you know, the history of that, too. If you go onto YouTube, you can watch the, the full day opening, the live broadcast that they did. And part of the reason that gave me sort of confidence in doing something like this that's a live broadcast was watching that. Because the amount of people who said it went wrong, everything went wrong, and you can watch it when you watch this feed. And I watched and I was like, it's actually pretty decent. Like, you know, I was in... We, we worked in the arts, so we know what happens when problems go wrong, but also when just something needs to be stopped and reset. Like, you know, that's not a problem, really. We just know we've got to get through it. We don't want to have to do it again, but that's why we've got to get it right next time or this time. So, uh, yeah, got that sort of same sort of uh, aspect about that too. So, um, awesome. So, yes, yeah, great to see that there's so many um, loving fans of Disney out there. Well, carrying on with that loving theme, why don't we carry <laughs> on camping? No. Uh, screaming? No. Carry on yeah. Disney? No. Um, why didn't they ever have a film similar to, like, you know, Flying High, which was called Carry On Baggage? I don't know. <laughs> I really, really wanted to see that. Instead, oh, they went carry on Columbus. Anyway, let's have another spin of that wheel, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. So our next spin, 
Let's see what we get. Hopefully it'll be spin again. Elizabeth Irons is very happy as we remove that one, take Wheel of Fortunes off the board. That's right. We've been looking forward to this. We've seen this stinger a couple of times, and it's been something that our guests have been looking forward to a lot. So um, let me just bring up the video, because every week I bring it up, and every week I never have to do it. So this is our first week where we're going to be able to do it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we finally get to find out what's happened with Britney. She's been released. She can do what she wants. And so now she's started remixing, and she's got her song Toxic, <laughs> and she's just she's gone willy-nilly, ladies and gentlemen. She's got, like... 50 different songs she's just grabbed the riffs for and put over the top. So that's what we're going to be saying. We know it's toxic, but there's going to be a whole bunch of other songs and artists. So you can grab a pen, you can grab a piece of paper, because you may have to jot these down, because I'm not going to be stopping it. It's going to be about three minutes of a full song where we get to listen to some fun and write them down. If you haven't got Bring a pen it. and paper handy, feel free to just type them away as you hear them. Um, and hopefully it'll be a bit of fun. And hopefully the copyright censors won't be too disheartened. Go to shop. Woo! Ads too. So, let's just... Now, I want to make a mention as well, too, because these... Um, actually, I'll, I'll do the, the stinger that goes into it first so that we can give you the intro that everyone um, has seen so many times before and we'll give them the anticipation of going, oh, we're going to see it again, but at least finally we get the payoff to be able to see what the game is. This time we're going to play Britney the Toxic Avenger. I always gets me. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have this old radio back here. And now, this is the shout-out that I wanted to make out to. So, this is not a mashup that I have done. This is a mashup from William uh, Marancini, I think is right. William Marancini mashups on YouTube. He does a whole bunch of different uh, music uh, mashups. And this is one of the things that I kind of like doing. Um, I will just find song that I like and I'll find a mashup of it and that'll just be like my mantra that I'll just play whilst uh, going to work and whatnot. So yeah, this is one that's it's a good motivating song too. And um, yeah, they might not be all songs that you would listen to, but hopefully you'll know at least one and it won't be just toxic. So Bring it. Good. So we're ready to go. Let's bring it up behind so that... And I everyone, please help me. Yes. And get ready so that you're fingers are on well not the buzzer we haven't got a buzzer we we tried the buzzers and it just didn't work out so here we go oh just before we do we've got a fun fact from rihanna elizabeth iron saying toxic was directed by joseph khan who also directed the backstreet boys back backstreet's back video oh, oh 
right. Oh, quick question. Do I do we say the names of them at the end? I was going to say, if you have a pen and paper there, I was thinking it would yeah. be probably easier if you just write wrote down any references you get. So, like, yeah, if, if you get either the artist or the name... Um, I don't know all of them, so even if you say an, uh, an album and then I say, oh, it, I'm sorry, you were wrong, but it was this artist, and then you say, oh, well, it was from that album, I was technically right. I'm happy to give you the point. I don't care. There's a chance at, like, I don't know, 50 points. A lot of points. Maybe not 50, <laughs> 25, I don't know. A lot of points. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So crank that sound up, and uh, let's have some fun. Here we go. <laughs> my friend, as long as you have enough rubies. songs there and some fantastic um, help that you can definitely get from our players in the side there. Yeah, 
definitely uh, definitely the the annual you know what everyone got what i got that's, yeah, no, no, that's, that's good. I, I think take the points. Unfortunately, we can't allocate the um player, the our viewers' points before round four. Um, so you can definitely. They're all for you. They're all helping you out. They could be helping you, or they could be hindering you. But I don't <laughs> allocate points to incorrect answers. At least not in this round. I can't get any points. Okay. Well, was there jumping Jack Flash? Jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash, and then yeah, yeah. I don't know how to sing it, but. I know that for sure there was en Enya. Yes, Enya uh, was in there. Only, only time. Only time. Yep. Um, so that's one point. The Venga bus, obviously. Venga bus is Venga coming. Boys. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the like. I, the, they're the only two I actually got, and and our oh, amazing viewers also got them. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm just double checking because unless it's under another name, I don't know what jumping yeah. if jumping Jack Flash was in there, but. Because I just don't want to be wrong, but I can't see it here. Paramore. Did anybody get any of the cartoon references? Oh, guys, there were cartoon references? Yeah, so the laugh that was in there. Oh, man, no, I didn't get any of that. No, I wouldn't have gotten them either. <laughs> I got so I got so intoxicated by the Toxic song. Good. Uh, Paramore. Yes, you said, I was about to say, I didn't know if you'd said Paramore before. Yep. Good. Oh, I'm just saying it now because someone else is telling me. This good. is fantastic. Uh, now, so Legend of, of them... Zelda clip played. There was was a... there a Legend of Zelda moment? Uh, is Gruntilda from Zelda? Gruntilda? <laughs> I'm no? not sure. I don't think so. No, or Morshu? Morshu. No, no. They have very... They're like... Oh. As long as you have enough rubies... Yeah. Oh right! Yeah, so that guy. Yeah, so that was more. Yeah, sure. as long as yeah, you have okay. enough rubies. Yes. So yes, I'll give you that point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Uh, again, I, I'm flushed out of it. Banjo Kazooie was that in there? Mm, I know that video game. So. Gruntilda is the only other reference. So let's find out what Gruntilda was in. Something I should have done pre-show. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give you that. Banjo Kazooie reference. Amazing. Got it. Well, good reference. Nicely done. Um, does anyone have any more? Because I'm definitely flush. Mm. Amazing work, everybody. This, it's one of those ones where I'm sure that people, when they listen to it, are going to go, wow. And I don't know whether it's worth... Because it's 10 p.m. now. We might have to go into our last round. But I was going to say, it might be best if you guys... Uh, I'll put the link actually into the chat now so that you guys can check it out. And I think it's the first comment... Uh, that's been pinned by William Ma uh, Marancini's mashups by Bark Myosis, uh, and he has listed them all down there with time codes. So here you go. I'm going to drop it over here. The only other <laughs> reference was, I think when I first listened to it, I heard that um, the reference I got was from Sigur Ross, which is the, um, I think, are they Icelandic band? Oh my god! Black sugar. I remember thinking black sugar. I mean, uh, Rhiannon also made a really good point that obviously "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do I get a point for that? Is it? I'm not gonna get no. Relevant? The stinger is it, the game is called the spin wheel. No, it's still a sound that played. Is I mean, that, I'm yeah, a sound, sound person. I, You're I right. It a... was technically part of the mashup. Um, uh, and I'm also an authority on audio, so okay. No, I'll give you the point for that then. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You are the master. I shouldn't be questioning it. Yeah, how do you? Good stuff. I can't see black sugar in there. Um, but again, I uh, 
please let me know as well if you do find out in the week uh, that I've been wrong. Come back with a vengeance and, and bash me up in the, the comments on the side there and let me know that I was wrong and how I was wrong and, and how I could do better. Um, <laughs> beautiful. So, yes, I've chucked that over there so you can check that out there and play that song yeah. again because, yeah, it is a great version of that song and I don't think you necessarily need to be a Britney fan because it's got a lot of really good headbanging moments in there too. Uh, so Yeah, brilliant. it was pretty cool. I didn't enjoy I was kind of re relishing it in a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah, same. That's why I wanted to do this. And uh, one of the things I'm uh, hoping to do is include a lot more games. I do have another round, which I don't know what to call yet. Um, but it's very Spix and Spex-ish. So um, I'm working out how to bring that in because I have a lot of other music sort of base games, and one of them is another mashups. But we can't use Monster Mashups because I've already used that name for another game. Um, yeah. But but there's one song which I'm really looking forward to doing, <laughs> um, which yeah has been one I've been listening to over and over again uh, by a popular two popular artists. Um, very good. So if we look at our scores at the moment, after our first game of Britney the Toxic Avenger, which we all had a fun, fantastic yeah. time and playing, we've got me with 10 points still, and Piot on 29 points. Nicely done, Confetti. <laughs> yes. yes. Exactly. Beautiful. Okie day. So, well, let's take that down off the back there. Uh, and uh, we are running a little bit late, so should we maybe just go into our last round um sure i guess i mean sleep is probably a good idea uh, you probably eventually yes i am just also filibustering so i can take that off there it is fantastic um great so yeah well it is after 10 and i don't want to keep people up too long so let's go into our um final round ladies and gentlemen just while i key it up so, yeah. again, these are um, from uh, LiveReacting.com. You need to be having a Gmail account, or at least an a, a account on YouTube, something that we can give you an email to, uh, to play along at home. All you need to do is to put in the number of the corresponding answer of the multiple-choice questions into the side there, and it will register oh. along. There are ten multiple-choice questions based on movies, uh, and are completely generated at random by the LiveReacting website. They're also going to be working out and determining our winner all done on their amazing algorithm and we also have a link to an affiliate linked below that if you want to do your own quizzes with your family friends co-workers um, you can grab that link and start your own little quiz up there to get them all involved you can even do it with school and stuff like that it's a great little learning tool uh, they can uh, generate random quiz questions on your own or you can write one up in an excel document and drop it in there as well so if you are the winner which will be announced at the end of our tournament, you'll get five days to um, uh, send us an email to rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com and then we will give you a keyword, something to put in the comments underneath, just to verify that you're not one of the body snatchers and you are who you say you are, and then we will be able to come back and give you either the voucher code or whatever it is to reward you for your amazing abilities in our quiz arena tournament. So, Good, hopefully I've filibusted enough and that's given you enough time to, to rattle your aunties and, and, and get everyone ready to play along because this week we have a $25 voucher from Suicide Glam Australia based in Tookley on the central coast of New South Wales, Australia. So they do alternate gothic clothing and they have a fantastic site which I'm even going to throw it up onto the screen now. If I'm so inclined. Because they don't just do your uh, average everyday... Um, 
uh, gothic clothing. Uh, they also have um, lots of different things up there too. Let's find out if I can find the right screen now. Ha 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 ha. I'm so disorganized. Uh, right. Awesome. So over here you can see we have the Suicide Glam Central Coast Alternative site there for all different types of body shapes, whether you are a woman, a man, a kid, a shoe, you know, all different body types are uh, here. I'm a shoe! Exactly. Some people are just so shoey. Um, <clears throat> all different types of brands. We've even got like popular brands. We've got Disney there we've mentioned already. Let's check out the Disney. Let's, let's push in that one. Yeah. Oh, we've gone to pop culture as well. Oh, it's lagging. Here we... Oh, Yes! This is the other thing. I'm looking forward. I love my holidays. And as you can see, we've got these beautiful, like, uh, sweater vests that you can get. Now, this would be a lovely gift idea, especially if you have a mother, a father, an uncle, an auntie, or someone who you're not too sure about their size, but something that they can wear that you know will be comfortable as swimwear, swimwear, <laughs> <laughs> sleepwear, or uh, any sort of, like, you know, comfortable sort of garment that can be worn the year round. Maybe not summer, but winter, definitely. So, yeah, check them out there. They've got a whole bunch of different things, and we're so happy to have them on board with us here at the Quiz Arena. So, yes, check them out. Make sure that you hit them up, and you can uh, even plan beforehand and uh, send them some love. Um, if you are a recipient of one of our prizes, too, please do share it on our socials, and we would love to see you guys winning that. We've also... We, I didn't get a photo of it. In fact, let's see if I can find it now, just while I'm stalling for even more time. Uh, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons was one of our winners for our previous quizzes, and she has actually uh, shared a photo of her Krispy Kreme donut which look absolutely delicious. The glazed goodness was, oh, so yum. Um, I will find that, and I will definitely share that uh, over on our <laughs> next uh, our next quiz arena so that everyone will be able to, be able to see that. Uh, but yes, uh, it, it, it just rubs it in even more, makes you guys want to win something. Uh, so get amongst it with Suicide Glam Australia. Uh, beautiful. Where is my head at? Who knows? But let's find out, because now we're going to start our quiz arena and we're going to give you enough time. But of course, we're going to play our all the time lovely and all the time fun. Thank you so much, Krispy Kreme. Like the pick today. Oh, it was so good. Um, and uh, so good to see that they're liking the pick as well. They're loving to see that we're spreading this love around there. And the more glazed people we can get, the less glazed <laughs> expressions we're going to have. And I continue to try and stall for time. But instead of stalling, <laughs> let's get into our quiz arena, Ooh. damn it! <laughs> get ready and you have about 50 seconds 55 seconds to get prepared and into it and just whilst I do that I'm going to come back here because one of the things I didn't set up was our R4 screen so I, I usually do this and so there wait we go. do I need to go find this page as well no 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 that, that's right we usually don't get our guests um to play just so that it's a little bit more fairer <laughs> on them gives them a chance as well so that we can give a little bit back because they've been helping us so much so far as well oh absolutely yeah awesome um, I'm happy to take that pressure off. Yeah, cool, awesome. Uh, and I don't know the questions either, so um, yeah, we'll both be able to, to try and get a point here. No, um, no points off for incorrect answers because 
this is a testing progress to see how it's going to work, and uh, hopefully I won't get any of the uh, mispronunciations incorrect, or you know what I mean. Uh, I also want to say that K9 says it's 4.03am here, a night owl just like me, good to see. We have five seconds away, and let's go into it. <clears throat> Okie day. Question number one. What did Alfred Hitchcock use as blood in the film Psycho? One, red food coloring. Two, maple syrup. Three, ketchup. Four, chocolate syrup. Now this is Ready? one. We've had some um, mentions uh, to the people out there before for some other questions about this, about the first um, uh, time that something was seen in it. And it was, of course, the first time a toilet was on film. Um, but what uh, do you, um, if, if you know this, you can stall. If you don't know it, you can elaborate. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I think I have a pretty good guess, but I cool. don't know for sure. Because like... um, we, we know that, uh, especially in Scream, um, corn syrup, which is usually maple syrup, um, or, or like, obviously it's not the same. Maple is obviously a different way of getting the sugar, but you understand the idea of the viscosity of a thick um, goo is usually attributed to the... Um, Blood they use yeah, that and, and the color wouldn't have been an issue. That's the that's the big trick, I exactly. think. Yeah. yeah. So what was so, the one that you were thinking of? Well, originally I thought ketchup because I just thought it was silly. Uh, yeah. But then as soon as I remembered it was a black and white movie, that's I was it. like, oh, okay, here we go. Something more vi viscous. Yeah, something uh, more viscous. You know. Oh, here we go. I think it was just answered for us. Yes. Everyone that who was. answered chocolate syrup was correct. Woohoo! Well done. Well done, and that Everyone was right. That was Rhiannon, that was Milfred, and that was Kay. Nicely done. Very well done. I did not know that, by the way, so oh, nice. I'm learning. Yes, no, it's a good um, little um, trivia question there. What is the name of the first Star Wars film by release order? One, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Two, The Force Awakens. Three, The Revenge of the Sith. Four, A New Hope. Now I'm going to feel very old if if people don't get this right. I was about to say, this is one of those catch-22s where it's like, you don't want to get it right because they're going to go, well, how old then are they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good call. Maybe they'll potentially answer it wrong. Yes, that's it. Well, <laughs> it's, it's also interesting too because what is the name of the first Star Wars, Star Wars film by release order? So that's when they came out, not yeah. uh, episodes. Very true, very true. At least I'm assuming. Well, we'll certainly find out. I feel like everyone's already guessed. Uh, I, I feel like they have to. We're calculating the answers and we'll find out very, very soon. And Rhiannon has not seen the movies. Oh, this is a good thing. We found out maybe a, a, a kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> because she's, yes, she's been our um, crown. She's won three times. So um, we're going to try and see if we can get her on here so that she can ask us some questions and maybe see if... Yeah, she can enlighten us. And of course, everybody out there who knew their chronology well was right by getting a new hope. Milford, yeah. Phil, Rhiannon, and Kay all got We're this all right. all old. Nicely done. <laughs> now, of course, we do have a choice with um, the, the difficulty, apparently, with, with these. Now, you got... Did you get the first one right? No. Me? That's I right, I'm playing one down. as well. So let's say let's not say the first two. Let's just go on with the next question. So this one now is points for us too. Uh, who voices the main character Blue in the 2011 animated film Rio? One, Zach Galifianakis. Two, Michael Cera. Two, Jonah Hill. <laughs> Three, Jonah Hill. Four, Jesse Eisenberg. I'll say that again. Oh. Who voices the main character Blue in the 2011 animated film Rio? One, Zach Galifianakis. Two, Michael Cera. Three, Jonah Hill. Four, Jesse Eisenberg. 
Uh, my guess is Zach Galifianakis, if yeah. I was going to guess. Um, I'll it... go Jonah Hill, just because I feel like he gets re- he gets a lot of things. Should I put my put the number down? Uh, uh, no, 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 I'm no, just going to tell you that. We'll play here. We'll but play everyone here, else so... is going for four. I'll just so... have to say whether I'm right or not, because it, I'll, I'll have to be putting my score in and your score. <laughs> so I just need to put one score in for whoever gets it right. So that'll be good. Yeah, I, I don't know this film, so I, I guess Zach Galifianakis would, wouldn't surprise me if he had done a voiceover. He's got that kind of voice that I feel like he could pull that off. Oh, oh yeah, Eisenberg. I don't even know who that is. Neither. So, both of us. Are terrible human beings, yes. Oh, we are. We're, we're, we're terrible human beings. I'm, I'm kind of glad, though, that Jonah Hill didn't get it. Um, That laugh is just... That sticks with you. That's a horror film in itself. <laughs> Uh, next question, beautiful, here we go. We've got, in the movie Gremlins, after what time of day should you not feed a mogwai? One, morning, two, midnight, three, evening, four, afternoon. So those of you who have seen the film, in the movie Gremlins, after what time of day should you not feed a mogwai? Yeah, One, I'm going to go with two morning. because that just sounds like the most dramatic effect yeah like that's the that's the one right don't feed them after midnight well, it definitely sounds the creepiest i was gonna yeah, say have yeah. you seen this before i have not you haven't seen gremlins i know it's wow. sad I, I feel like i saw it as a kid and like like five minutes of it and then it traumatized me so I yeah just no, that, that's true yeah that kitchen you know? scene was a bit scary for me too uh so you were saying midnight were you yeah, I just it just sounds like script-wise it makes the most sense. It does, it does. I, I do know the answer to this as well, so I'm, I'm going to give us both a point because we would both get it right because, of course, it's midnight. If I'm wrong, I'm happy to take two points off me. Right. Yes. Please oh, be wrong. I, Please I so be. missed the Gremlins ride. I got scared by shitless as a kid, and then I did a couple of auditions in that same room as an adult, and I only realized halfway through <laughs> the first audition, I was like, oh, shit, we're in that room. So you were all right. Midnight was correct. Of course, Phil, uh, Rhiannon, my mouse, where are we? There we are. Uh, Phil, Rhiannon, Milford, and Kay all getting it correct. Question number five. Who played the Cenobite called Pinhead in the original Hellraiser films? One, Doug Savant. Two, Doug Jones. Three, Doug Bradley. Four, Doug Benson. You know, I'm going to go with Doug. Doug, Doug sounds like a yeah. Yeah, I feel like Doug's definitely going to be a correct answer. I always thought uh, that that was a great name for a grave digger. Yeah, uh, yeah. Passed away. Oh, that's, dig. Yeah, that's true. I've never heard the name Dig before, but so digger, dig and Doug. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to go one. You go one. I mean, th- everyone seems to know the answer to this, but I'm just going to go with one anyway. Yeah. Because you know, I'm a rebel. I was about to say like, yeah, this is one of my like favorite films, so I was going to say number three too. <laughs> Three as well. Three as well. Man, I know. Should have um, gone with the crowd. Pleasing this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that sort of annoying thing. Where it's just sort of like I, I'm I'm hoping that some of the characters, uh, the 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 questions aren't going to come up again, but they haven't so far. So ha ha ha, nice, good stuff. Okay, so you're saying what was it? Uh, number one. I was going to say one, but I mean I'm certainly going to fail if you've answered it. Yeah, yeah. And this is well, your favorite movie. I'm hoping movie. at least. Yeah, good, awesome, fantastic. I was right. Nice. Uh, so of course Doug Bradley, um, the, the the famous uh, person who um, he, he ends up at one of the films. Uh, they justify his backstory as being an old um, war uh, soldier, um, and, and he has this beautiful sort of character arc. But he gets to play a normal human, and it's it's really nice to see that 
an actor got that versatility to do that at least. Uh, which actor made up the trio in The Good, The Bad, oh, and yes. The Ugly? One, Yul Brenner, Steve McQueen, and Charles Bronson. Two, Sergio Leone, Inicio Marconi, uh, and uh, Tonino Deli Colli. <laughs> uh, three, Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach, and Lee Van Cleff. Four, Aldo Groffrey, uh, yep, Leo Breger, and Luigi Pastilli. Oy yeah, uh, no doubt in my mind it's three, only because of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I feel like going anything but Clint Eastwood would be awry, but wow. Um, I just, I, I was sort of like, you know, when you, you jump into cold water, and you have that sort of like moment where you go, where am I? Oh, I felt like that, but with words and names. <laughs> It's just like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm happy I'm not in your shoes. I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly not giving that a try. It's easier when you know what the questions are going to be if you've written them out, at least. You sort of go, yeah, oh, yeah, I know yeah. that this is going to come up. Um, but or, random, or at least I can pretend that I don't know what it is. Oh, it's that it. moment when you're in like primary school and the teacher's like, now you read. Yeah, like, now you what? read this whole page. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Of course, we were both correct. So we both got Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach, and Lee Van Cleef. Van Cleef. Van Cleef. And a Rhiannon, Milford, and Phil, and Kay all got that as well. Nicely done. Oh, this is going to be a neck and neck. This is going to come down to timing, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever is the fastest on the buzzer. Seventh. Wit. Well, sorry. What Queen song plays during the final scene of the film Hardcore Henry? One. We will rock you. Two. Don't stop me now. Three. Brighton Rock. Four. Another one bites the dust. Now, Hardcore Henry. Now, this is... um. Uh, I've never seen that movie. Sorry, do you know it? I, I have no, I have no idea what that movie it's, is. I mean, I'm gonna guess too. Um, I'm, I'm pretty because sure that's it's the, the POV. Song that it's the point of view of of um this crazy like hardcore action film. Yeah. Um, there was like three films that came out around a similar time, and this was one of them. It was it was just so it was like Crank. That's what I'm thinking of. It was like Crank. oh right. Um, at least I'm pretty sure that's the same one I'm thinking of. Um, but yes, but uh, for the I wouldn't. I'm for going for a guess. Uh, I'm gonna say we will rock you. I want to. Oh, I don't know how Brighton Rock goes. Oh, I don't know either. But but dun, I don't know. Dun. No mate. No. Um. No. Don't stop me now. I'm gonna change it to an upbeat one. I'm gonna go to two. What are you gonna say? Yeah, I already said two. So. Oh good. So we're both going. We're either both gonna be right. Or both gonna be wrong. In fact, I'm gonna change it. I don't know Brighton Rock. I'm gonna go Brighton Rock. Oh, oh. damn! <laughs> <laughs> one right point to you. One point off for me. Nice. Awesome. Don't Stop Me Now. Such a good song. And again, for the recent film that came out uh, recently, which, oh, it's just brilliant. And there's also a, a, a good mashup, which I want to do with that. Uh, Milford, Rhiannon, Phil, and Kay got it uh, as well. Oh, you guys are right on the ball. Our next question, question number eight. Which 90s comedy cult classic features cameo appearances from Meatloaf, Alice Cooper, and Chris Farley? One, Wayne's World. Two, Dumb and Dumber. Three, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Four, Austin Powers' International Man of of mystery so I'm um, just to be relevant there Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was the first um, film and Austin Powers uh, international man of mystery was also the first film of those series the first I mean Austin I'm Powell. certainly gonna go Wayne's world so you're gonna go Wayne's world yep I'm gonna have to totally agree uh, <laughs> yeah I, I feel like I, I'm gonna give it to you because I do want to give it over to you I'm, I'm ha more than happy to go with um another one even though I'm, I'm gonna buck the train I'm gonna go dumb and dumber just because I love that movie too um but uh, what's it? Uh, not a, a lot of people know International Man of Mystery had Will Ferrell in it. He was Mustafa. Yeah. We yeah, are not worthy. It. And a lot of people forget Chris Farrell uh, in in this moment. He's only in it for like one sequence, but 
It's very, you know, you remember it. Chris Farrell. Oh, sorry, Chris Who's Farley. If I said Farrell, Farley. I'm sorry. It's Will oh, right. Farrell. Will Farrell's in Austin. Will Powers. Farrell. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Will Farrell being, of course, Blades of Glory. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Will uh, Farrell. Who doesn't know that? Yeah. Um, but Mustafa, yeah. Uh, Wayne's World was correct. Rhiannon, Phil, and Milfred. Is this, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, uh, mif, uh, miffed. I'm so sorry it says Miffed. Miffed yeah. Max. I'm sorry about that. I'll get it right from now on. In our penultimate question, we have which musical artist had a prominent role in the 2017 film Kingsman The Golden Circle? One, Rihanna. Two, Lady Gaga. Three, Justin Bieber. Four, Elton John. Oh, oh, I know this one. I'm going to say Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I did love when I was in Italy. Um, they told me that um, uh, Lady Gaga's name uh, apparently means the colloquial term for shit. Um, oh. But it's like to order someone to do a shit. So it's like saying Lady <laughs> Shit. And so, um, yeah, he, he used to say that it was a lot of giggle. Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, beautiful. We've got everyone saying four. Uh, everyone saying Elton John. I am going to concur with you. Um which I, I shouldn't have said before you. <laughs> yeah. Which would you have said? Oh, I, I'm flat out on the Lady Gaga, but I, I get why Elton John's probably the answer, but I've noticed Lady Gaga has been featuring in films a little bit more, so I, I went that direction. Nice, cool. I, I'm but, glad you're, you're honest, and thank you for that. Um, there's no way I don't think you can beat me, because you're on 30 and I'm on 12, so... <laughs> yeah, Even I'm, if you I'm, get everyone wrong and I get everyone right, it's not going to work. And we only have one question left, as it was. So, if we go over to it, we've got... Elton John, of course, was the answer. Ooh, yes, he ends up getting mauled by the dogs, I think, at uh, a couple of moments, and then escapes the dogs. Uh, Phil, Miff, Rhiannon, and Kay all got that right. And now we go into our last question. After India, which country produces the second most movies per year? One, United States. Two, Nigeria. Three, France. Four, China. So, after India... What country or which country produces the second most movies per year? One, United States. Two, Nigeria. Three, France. Four, China. I mean, I'm going to go United States. I know that the, the answer would probably sound like China, but I'm pretty sure United well, States would be the one. I don't know if it's, it feels like it might be one of those catch-22, so I'll go, I'm happy to go China. Or now I want to go France, just because it's, it's, like, that's not the obvious. I don't know. So yeah, you're going to go United States, you say? Yeah, I'm going to go States, because I know that India is the highest, but I'm pretty sure Hollywood yeah. then produces the next. I, I feel like biggest. you'd be right, I, but I, I also don't know if this is going to be a catch-22 question, but I didn't make the answers, so maybe it's not. So, yeah. Put in your lungs down in the bottom there, a good answer for question 10. We're going to find out who is, well, what accent I'm doing, first of all, but um, uh, <laughs> what is our answer? And so, if we go over to it, and of course, who was the first off the buzzer? I'm excited to find out who this is going to be in our first oh it was nigeria k congratulations what, what? nice now i Freaking do <laughs> like that's one that i really want to like yeah that's really cool so nigeria Nigerian apparently. film industry i know what? yeah purely because of population alone that's why i was thinking china would be a good bet yeah France, i thought would have maybe had a lot of films that we don't necessarily hear of a lot of and um yeah but that's it but rihanna and elizabeth irons you were our first correct 
Answer R with nine correct answers. Coming in second was Milford, uh, sorry, Mift Max. Coming in uh, third was K9 with eight correct answers. And coming in fourth was Phil Robinson with eight correct answers. Congratulations there. Now, yes, now, because you are our carryover champ, Rhiannon, I don't know if you want to be uh, one of those nice people. Ugh. Uh, because we, we have, have a couple of people who have never won before, but of course, uh, we'd be loving it too uh, if you would like to share it around there to anybody else out there. But if not, get us in contact at roshcutterentertainment at gmail.com and we'll be able to get you in contact with those people so that you can get that fantastic $25 voucher on their website at Suicide Glam Australia. So thank you so much for that and congratulations on winning. Uh, congratulations, everybody out there. I mean, so many, it was down to times. I kind of want them to put in a little like you know uh, a time thing in there uh oh fantastic oh well thank you so much if you are happy to do that uh, if, if you would be uh, willing to do that uh, rihanna elizabeth irons has just said that she'd be more than happy to hand the prize off to miffed who came in second i'll take it back to the prize screen so you can say that uh, see that he did come in second and he also got nine correct answers in there as well sorry if i am uh, affirming you are a, a male <laughs> I, i'm sorry about that miffed max it's the max the yes, max day the max. makes you think that Exactly. Yeah. Yes, but uh, there's Maxine as well, uh, uh, or Maxine, and um, uh, so yes, fantastic. That's that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm loving this camaraderie. This is a beautiful sort of support. Well, well yes, please, um, do let us know, uh, Miffed Max. Please send us an email at rushcutterentertainment at gmail dot com, and we'll uh, be able to uh, get your name, give you the keyword that you can put down underneath in the comments below. Once we've verified that, we can send you off the twenty five dollar voucher for you to use on Suicide Glam. Uh, gothic alternative clothing or Tukli on the Central Coast. So, fantastic work there, and welcome for joining us. And uh, thank you so much, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. Um, we definitely, definitely now need to get you on, like for so many reasons. Um, uh, personally, uh, I want to get you on because I think that the amount of questions that you're going to bring us on is not only going to open my mind with uh, the knowledge of, of the things that you have there and the cool facts, but also too, like you know, you've been a three-time winner now. You've 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 been altruistic in in your your winnings, uh, and uh, and you're a dial as well. And you also have a fantastic uh, the macabre daily um, uh, post that you do up there is really a fantastic thing. Please do send us a link too, so that we can pop that down in our description, so that we can share it around there, so that we can make sure that you guys all keep up on your macabre daily. Great stuff. So if we have a look back at our prize, uh, our prizes, at our scores down there, I'm on lucky 11, and we've got mm. 29. Now I yeah. don't know, but the only other person who scored as high a score as this was Robert Woods, the director of An Ideal Host, which is playing at the Sydney Underground Film Festival. So. That's amazing. We might have two champion guests on our hands. Ah, uh, which, well, thank yeah. you very much. I, I definitely did this all by myself with no help from anyone else involved. Yes, it's all him, <laughs> all his doing. That's all right. His uh, no, it was, it was thanks to uh, everybody at home, is, is, is I'm sure Absolutely. what he's trying to say. Can we put all of them into my team when we finally do that? And then. This other yeah. director fellow can just, uh, you know, go by himself. Well, that's that's one of the things that, yeah, we, we definitely want to have some help out when we do these escape rooms. Um, so I, I know I'm definitely going to be able to, uh, needing to be calling on all of you people and, and to uh, alleviate this curse that hopefully um, Halloween will, will get rid of. Uh, in which case, then we can talk about some more brightly coloured things. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No, let's let's try and get um, Lint chocolates on board or... Um, or, or what's it? Oh yeah, Gilliano. extra prizes. Yeah, uh, I, I would definitely like to do that. Um, 
or, or Oscar awards made out of like little chocolates. In fact, we'll get Oscar as well on board as well. Little Oscar-shaped dogs like that that you can bite into as chocolates. Um, <laughs> it'd be great. So yes, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. It's it's been uh, always a rip roaring time. Now we didn't get a chance to do it, um, but just before we go, I thought we might have a little game of it. And usually what I do is I try to. Um, uh, have a, a moment where we do uh, a teaser for our next week. So if you'll indulge me ever so much, I would love to do this if I can find Yeah, it. go for it. Absolutely. Awesome. Here teaser, we go. Tease away. If you join us every Thursday night on the Quiz Arena Live, you'll be able to experience a fantastic time with four rounds of Oh, made-up games, like, you know, silly ones. Ones like this that we're going to be able to show you in just a second. But we're also going to have guests. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Guests like Piot. Say hello, Piot. Hello. Yes. <laughs> He's going to be joining us in fantastic games. And one of those fantastic games may just be Venkman Burn in Hell. So in the game of Venkman Burn in Hell, it would happen just like this, and Pilot is going to be our demonstration for it. So we're going Ooh. to do exactly what they did in that first scene of um, Ghostbusters, uh, in which uh, Dr. Venkman was trying to see the effects of ESP. Um, trying right. to uh, uh, um, read people's minds, pretty much, or send an image. So uh, I... I, I uh, love the the entire theme about this and and and, and the experiences that people get to to try and uh, put it into a scientific way because i'd love to be able to reproduce a ghostly effect and, and go okay cool pay some money let's see if we can get a ghost to happen for you that'd be good fun um plus also it would completely re uh, blow our minds on everything that we currently know about science so i have in my hand a whole bunch of cards yeah all of them are different they have different little things on them yeah oh yeah. Okay, yes. So there's stars, there's crosses. Uh, that's a, a green star. It's just keyed out because of the green screen. That's a square. Uh, that's an X. We've got another square. We had some wavy lines in there, I think there was. Yeah. So they're all like that. Eh, there we go. I'm going to do this whole thing. It's camera left, camera right. I told you. I'm going to shuffle them. Cool. And now you guys at home, you can join in too. I want you to tell me what card I'm holding up. I'm just going to say straight out the bat with my magical powers, it's going to be a, a cross. You're going like for a, a cross. Nice. Yes, a black cross. Simple I like it because the cross. first one who's allocated color to it because I was going to ask for extra points. You could get that. I don't know if I should give, take off extra points if you're, you're, you've got the gall to, to do that. But good, we've got comments <coughs> out there of a star, wavy lines, and a square. Well, uh, oh, we've also got Rihanna and Elizabeth Iron saying green star. Well, you know what? Maybe it is a reason that Miffed Max ended up getting the uh, prize tonight in our tournament because Miffed Max got it. What? Wow. Superpowers. Yeah. Maybe go, he's been cheating. The Proof maybe in the pudding. Now I want pudding. Um, but if you do think that you have the abilities of any psychic claims, the psychic, uh, sorry, not the psychic, the uh Skeptic Society of Australia offers a $10,000 prize, I think, or is it $50,000? I'm not too sure. Visit the website and they'll be able to give you the amount of money for any scientific proof of psychic claims so or, or supernatural claims uh, as well. Dick Smith um, worked with James Randi in the uh, 80s and there's a 
some fantastic documentaries about psychology and um, mm. and all that sort of stuff there. So very nice work, Myth Max. He's nice to got it there. Maybe that's why. Maybe he knew all the answers before it even happened. Woo! Yeah, I think that's what actually happened. Definitely. Exactly. Sweet. So yeah, that that's like a little trailer so that you can join us every Thursday. Um, so that's a lot of fun. And plus, we also have smoke. <laughs> um, beautiful stuff well unless there's anything else that you wanted to mention to our, our lovely people out there in the world oh no just thanks for playing you know so it's always good to have a bit of fun in these times and always amazing to have a, a social group uh, to actually just I don't know it's just nice to, to, to see people and to talk and to have a bit of fun yeah yeah it really is uh, and it's, it's good too because it's um something that's now that things are starting to open up again it's something that i think it's going to carry over it's going to be easier to at least approach someone by saying cool let's hang out on a zoom if you can't you know yeah. have the time to have a couple of hours of driving to someone's place for sure and it's like i mean everyone's now probably has a webcam and knows how to use it yeah uh, so that's you know it's only going to be easier and it makes it like to take away a few hours in an evening is so much easier than than all the hard work it is to try to organize these things between people. So it's, it's nice, it's fun, it's low pressure. Just yes. mentioning fun and another segue, and Phil Robinson, he's just gone ahead and done it, hasn't he? You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. We're going Ooh. to try out the stinger for a Chrono Loco! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, so many fun games. Yes, but of course. Uh, we're not going to do that every time someone mentions it, but we do have other games as well. You've seen tonight. We didn't, unfortunately, get to the chicken or egg game, but as you can see here, I have to still make a stinger for it, but that is basically the game of which came first, the chicken or the egg, and of course, we've always got our game of Frankenface. You can guess out who those fr three famous faces are. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So three celebrity faces. But of course, we've got Monster Mashups, we've got our Pop Quiz with Hot Shots, and we've got a whole bunch of other games, which uh, another one we didn't get to tonight, but we'll be able to play soon is High Anxiety. And in fact, I just realized that I need to get you on another time because you're a sound guy. So I think you will quite appreciate this next uh, game that I'm going to uh, show Ooh. as a little teaser, which of course is called Hark. <laughs> so in that game, it's all based around sound effects. We would play a sound yes. effect and you would have to try and guess what movie monster or, or, or character that was. So, yes. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm realizing I'm wanting to make this sort of a, 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 a feeling that we all get involved with, but I don't want to make people feel sick or, or, <laughs> or worried. That's actually a clip from um, GTA 5, I think it was. Uh, oh. A scene where people uh, fall out of, like... Um, uh, oh, take the their, sky. Um, parachutes off and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Well, um, well, just before we go, um, uh, Miff Max is coming saying thank you and thank you so much as well. There, uh, he says not psychic, uh, but he swears, which is good. I swear as well. Um, so it's it's all good. Probably too much. Um, uh, Rian Elizabeth Iron saying I blind uh, about the 
what was it? I blame you entirely for me watching Three Amigos last week. Good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yes. Um, and should. I, I'm glad to take that on. I'm glad to take that burden on. Um, uh, and we'll just set off your vertigo again when we play High Anxiety, which is going to be based around one different variations of one popular movie monster. So uh, I know what that game's going to be next. And I, I'm preloading them now like a magazine on a gun. So we're going to have more <laughs> monster mashups. We're going to have more chicken and eggs. Um, and I'm not afraid to rip them from Tag until the point that we can get Sean McAuliffe on to at least do a pop quiz with Hot Shots. Damn it. Amazing. <laughs> um, that would be amazing. Yeah, thank you. I want to thank you so much, Piot. It's been a huge blast oh, catching yeah. up. And uh, again, you've, you've been a, a ball to play along. Well, thanks for having me. It was, it's been a pleasure. Right, anytime. We'll have to get you on again, uh, both to ask a, uh, our uh, players at home a pop quiz with Hot Shots uh, and some sound-based questions, some cinema questions that you know. Bring it on. Even. It'd be awesome. I, but I also, know, too, so I can prepare Hark so that that way we can see, because you'll have an ear for it. You'll, I think you'll be really good at it. Certainly. I'll be able to tell you where those sounds came from, yeah. from personal experience. Exactly. <laughs> and it won't just be me farting all the time. That'll just sure. be the first sound effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Beautiful stuff. Well, um, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. And we hope to see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel here on the Quiz Arena Live. Thank you so much. See you next week and stay sweaty. Ciao.